This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. Try the number one recommended web hosting provider. With plans starting at just $3.95 a month, you'll get a free domain, free site builder, easy one-click WordPress installs, and 24-7 support. But what's just as impressive as what you get is what you don't get, as there's no contracts, no hidden fees, and no gimmicks. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Bluehost. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 89, entitled Interview with Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate it, as always. And this week, I have another jam-packed interview episode uh, for you guys uh, with uh, Brian from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Uh, Many of you guys... Uh, have probably seen Brian on YouTube. Um, He's got a YouTube channel that he started um, just under a year ago. Um, Actually, I believe on the 7th of March next week uh, will be his one year anniversary uh, on YouTube. And he's already hitting over 1500 subscribers in uh, that short time period. And when you watch his videos, you'll know why they're uh, so professionally done, nicely polished. uh, And he's got some really neat concepts uh, when it comes to doing a review videos uh, and just doing things sort of out of the box. Uh, for example, a video where he's uh, got basically uh, every uh, type of backpack blower uh, uh, that you as a landscaper might be thinking about purchasing. And he has them all in one video, uh, putting them all together uh, or doing uh, side-to-side comparisons between Red Max blowers and still uh, the still BR700 blower side-by-side with a pile of leaves. Uh, just creative uh, videos like that. Uh, so if you haven't checked out uh, Brian's YouTube, I would suggest that you head on over to YouTube and uh, look up Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, play the uh, podcast announcements as per the usual uh, format, and then we'll get into the uh, interview uh, in its entirety uh, uninterrupted right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract. You can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and one free audiobook of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this. Even if you cancel during the trial period, you get to keep your free audiobook. It's a great way to try the service and see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Audible. Now back to the show. 
All right, so I'd like to welcome Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance onto the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Hey, Brian, how's it going? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? I'm doing very good. So uh, happy to have you on the show. Um, and I really appreciate you taking uh, the time out to uh, uh, come onto the podcast and to share about your business. So I think we'll just get uh, started. Um, so maybe tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, long story short, uh, like you said, I uh, do run Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Um, that's also the name of our YouTube channel, but that's my business name uh, in real life, obviously. Uh, we've been doing lawn care now. This is actually our 10th season, which is really cool. Um, truthfully, I'm, I'm jacked about that just based on, you know, you hear all the statistics about business this and how many fail or quit or don't make it to that mark. And uh, man, it's it's been a beast the whole uh, 10, 10 years, you know what I mean? But uh I got started 10 years ago, obviously, when I was 20 years old. And, yeah. um, you know, honestly, it's, there's a huge story there. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into a bunch of it. But it has been a journey for sure. And uh, one that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed. Uh, there's been good days, bad days. But realistically, I mean, from where we're at today, it's, uh, it's a night and day difference from what I was doing 10 years ago. And uh, I love it. Uh, wouldn't uh, truthfully, you know, you can't you can't write this stuff out and script it out, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So, oh, that's awesome. Um, so, what I uh, gather then from uh, uh, what you're uh, telling me there is that uh, uh, my next question uh, was: uh, Is the uh, lawn care business your main income or your side hustle? So, it sounds like it's probably your main income then. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, this is our main income. Uh, we've been doing it full time now for nine years. Uh, okay. There's a, a funny story. I'm a big story guy. You know, I always love hearing how people got started or um, some of their struggles and their victories, you know. Um, uh, and I love good movies with uh, good stories too, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, nine, nine years ago, um, obviously, I had just finished my first season and I was doing lawn care part time uh, working for True Green, uh, you know, the national fertilizer okay, company. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I basically uh, decided um, when, I, when I was going to do lawn care that I was doing it uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then, uh, I'm sorry, I was working at True Green Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I cut lawns Thursday, Friday. And I did that uh, for my first season, but then the second season when I was going to come back to True Green, and this is in the Cliff Notes version, um, at that March, I was going back to my truck, you know, my, my route. Yeah. And the the service manager that my my boss, which was a great guy, you know, and I have a great experience from True Green, um, but he goes, yeah, I didn't know you were coming back. I thought you were doing that that lawn care thing full time. And I go, uh, I guess I'm going full time, baby. So <laughs> so that was a busy season that next six weeks, as you can imagine. Um, but yeah, uh, nine years ago, uh, I walked away from from True Green, and uh, you know, when you're making like four dollars an hour, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But um, since then, yes, we've, we've grown our business a lot and, uh, yeah, it's been our main source of income in the winter. I, I do some stuff, uh, with working at a, a medical supply company, but I haven't really done that in the last uh, year or two. And, um, it was just kind of stay busy, pay the bill money, but realistically, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been our main source of income for sure. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, what first attracted you to, uh, the lawn care industry and, uh, what made you want to start your, uh, uh, your own business. And I know you were saying uh, you were working at True Green there. So maybe uh, elaborate more on that. How long were you working at True Green? And, um, you know, what made you uh, think about doing that lawn care stuff on the side? Sure, sure. Well, the, the Cliff Notes version, and, and I think a lot of people um, share like a very similar experience. The more I've gotten to know so many people through the years, just, you know, uh, in real life, and then also through social media and YouTube, um, they all kind of started the same way. Like, it seems like a lot of people did it when they were, you know, uh, young, you know, like 10, 12, 15 years old as a kid, right? Yeah. Um, to very typical kid that 
wanted to make some summer money, um, didn't really know what to do. So I started cutting my lawn for, you know, 10 bucks. Uh, my mom, you know, my mom, uh, and dad's lawn. And then I cut the neighbor's lawn and then you got like your wagon and, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, literally as humble beginnings as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and so I did that as a kid. Uh, and I probably had truthfully like 20 lawns when I was like 12 and 13 years old. And, wow. you know, you're making two, 300 bucks a week at that age. I literally That's remember. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, literally like uh, my, my goal back then was how many fireworks could I buy for July 4th? <laughs> so yeah. uh, you always got to have that motivation. And, yeah. uh, but literally like we would buy like $200 worth of fireworks and, um, and crazy, crazy fun stuff. But anyway, um, I also remember being able to like buy Subway and back then 10 years ago, Subway was like the restaurant, right? Um, and we had one down the road where, you know, all of us kids could take our bikes mm-hmm. and it was just far enough that like my, my mom would let me go all the way down the road and get Subway, but not far enough to where like, you know, crazy stuff or too far away. Right. Um, okay, yeah. so like I was buying Subway every day and, and, uh, um, you know, doing the whole deal. Right. And then what happened was I started working, like I got 16, 17 years old and I, you know, just, you know, you, you grow up and your parents tell you to get a job. You, you listen to society. They tell you to get a job. Um, I actually ended up working for a little Caesars uh, corporation. Okay. Uh, so the $5 hot and ready is, I'm sure a lot of people, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, I mean, the breadsticks are, are awesome and uh, everybody knows little Caesars. And, um, again, great, great company had a great experience. Um, I was 16, 17 years old and I was kind of like, okay, I don't even know how it got in me, but I need to have like a more like real job, you know? And, and truthfully, like, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking because I ended up making significantly less, you know, working at little Caesars just as a crew member making, gosh, back then, you know, six bucks an hour. Okay. And, um, you know, and I did that for a little while and then I became a shift manager and then I became a co-manager and eventually I, um, I turned 18, got out of high school and my, my two career options were go to college, you know, in Michigan, it's, it's automotive, it's very college, uh, focused, you know, okay. and it's like, you got to get your degree. You got to go to college. You got to do mm-hmm. all that. And, and truthfully, and I think we were even joking before the podcast started, like, I'm not really uh, a people person, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not yeah. really an outgoing kind of guy. And and some people might even get that confused on YouTube because I'm, I'm, I'm decent with the camera. Well, yes. um, you know, back then I was 18 and here's, here's my two prospects. Um, I could take over a Little Caesar franchise. Um, it was a corporate store, but a Little Caesar store and the base salary was, you know, 32 grand a year. Yeah. Or I could go the college route and spend four years and, 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 you know, I was never really like a, uh, a very good student either. I was bored mm. like a lot of people and, um, yeah. kind of ADHD, if you will. And, yeah, yeah. um, I couldn't, I couldn't stay in high school to be transparent. And then, you know, my prospects of going to college was like, well, dude, I got to go four, four more years of that and pay to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, I was kind of like, dude, I, I don't know what to do. So naturally, um, as, as a lot of young guys would probably imagine, I went uh, and just took the immediate money and I made, you know, 32 grand a year and bonuses and fun stuff. And um, how I tra- – and I know it's kind of lengthy, but the story of how people get started, to me, it's always inspiring. And, and, yes, and, I, it is. and I love why people, you know, do what they do. And um, basically, uh, after about 18 months, a lot of things were tra- transitioning to – I was going to become a supervisor, be in charge of like nine stores in our area. Um, I really liked the, the, I liked running my own business. Like literally, and a lot of people I've heard very similar stories. Like that store was quote unquote my store, you know, um, mm-hmm. how the P&L worked, how the, how, how the store was profitable, who I could hire, who I could fire, you know. Um, yes, it's like a, it's a business system, but we did have some flexibility with, you know, running the store. And, and I felt like it was truly my own business. And I think that was really my first experience of, 
you know, I'm in charge of a, of a half a million dollar a year unit. And yeah, yeah. I learned a lot about numbers. I learned a lot about hiring and firing. I learned a lot about profitability and, and cutting costs and, you know, you know, stuff that most guys um, learn after they start cutting grass, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, I was kind of like prepared, if you will. And then some things changed uh, with management and long story short, we just basically split split ties. I wanted to do certain things. I wanted to go certain places. Uh, it's a very good organization, but it's a very like rigid corporate environment. And yeah. they weren't really uh, um, responsive to some of the implements I wanted to make and where I thought, you know, things could go. And so, I basically mm-hmm. uh, left there. Um, I went on, uh, you know, just Craigslist or Google, whatever it was back then and found jobs. And I found a, a True Green five minutes down the road. They were hiring. I knew nothing about fertilizer, nothing about spraying lawns, nothing about anything. I was, I was okay. you know, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I worked for Trugain for uh, just over a year and a half, uh, a year, year and a half, two seasons. Mm-hmm. And the stuff I learned from them um, was, man, like just invaluable. I mean, a great company. I mean, we learned how to manage routes and we got bonus off of how productive we were. Um, I learned about upselling because True Green has a lot of uh, programs even still today where guys are kind of required to make upsells and uh, and all that fun stuff. So anyway, the Cliff Notes version was I was running uh, one of my trucks, you know, a fertilizer truck, and I saw these these guys come up uh, in the route I was and um, literally they they dropped the gate on their their truck, you know, and they, they cut a lawn and I'm like, you know, filling out the invoice after a lawn I just sprayed and I remember it like it was yesterday and these guys cut this lawn in like 10 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And I go... Dude, they probably just made 20, 25 bucks an hour. You know, I had that entrepreneur bug. I think a lot of people yeah. do. Uh, I remember cutting grass as a kid. And and now here I am. I'm in this tanker truck. Imagine this. I'm in this tanker truck. Um, mm-hmm. th- there's no air conditioning. It's yeah. it's August. Um, it's 100 degrees out. Um, not like southern heat, but it's still hot. And then yeah. uh, b- because of fertilizer, we're required to wear full-length pants. Um, yes. <laughs> full-length long-sleeve shirts. Um you know, I'm wearing a hat, I'm sweating my butt off and I see these guys run up and, and I'm making like, you know, $11 an hour, right? And I see mm-hmm. these other guys, they're in shorts, a t-shirt, they're they're drink, drinking a Gatorade and it, it, it was like a Baywatch commercial, you know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> what am I doing? You know what I mean? And literally something snapped, man. I don't, I don't know what to call it, but um, I took that entrepreneur bug from working uh, my own franchise, Little Caesars to I knew I could cut grass. I'm like, dude, uh, I know nothing about nothing back then. Looking back on it, it's a miracle I even, you know, quote unquote, I'm still in business, right? Yeah. Um, but I just knew like, dude, like a lot of guys say that was my breaking point. Something had to change. Literally, um, the next like month, I bought a lawnmower. I started doing some stuff, like I said, part-time. Uh, the next season, you know, and we did pretty good. We did uh, some side lawns for a little bit. Then we went into our next season. My boss thought I was coming back, you know, full-time. Or, or he thought I was quitting and going full-time in the lawn care. I had no intention of that. Okay, um, yeah. But and that's basically when I went uh, full-time my second year in business, if you will. And the first year okay. was kind of like sort of, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that's yeah. not, not to be you know lengthy on that one. But uh, I always like hearing how guys got started. That's like, like no, still. I'm exactly the same way. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, every time I meet somebody new, uh, who is an entrepreneur, doesn't have to be lawn care or anything. I'm always fascinated and mm-hmm. get into the discussion of, so how did you even fall into that? How did you, cause it's fascinating what, um, you know, 
what their previous jobs mm-hmm. uh, and it seems to be you know the case with most people it's it's their experiences in their past jobs that lead to the opportunity that becomes their business sure um and sure. a lot of them would you know probably have the exact same um response in saying that uh, you know if you asked me you know 10 years ago that I'd be selling um you know these gadgets or or doing this service sure. you know, I'd say you're nuts right <laughs> right 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 Right. So it's not always the, um, uh, you know, the passion, like the true passion that sort of hits you and you decide to do that. Of course, there's people that do that, um, you know, and turn their passions into a business. But a lot of times mm-hmm. it's, uh, you, you discover your passion through, uh, going into the business, uh, sure. through these opportunities and you become passionate about, um, a certain aspect you know, of it. Like for me, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm passionate about, uh, lawn care. Um, right. but I'm passionate about being a small business and owning my own business oh, yeah. and working for myself and having the freedom to do all that. Um, that to me is, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, and I used, uh, sorry, and I used to always say to my, uh, to people too, that, you know, uh, when they would ask me, I would say, um, you know, I know I want to own my own business and it almost doesn't matter what it is as long as I'm in business for myself. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. And then I'm, I'm cool with that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in, in the, the, like you said, um, I think you made a good point. Like, um, I think a lot of people want to own their own business. And, you know, back then I was 19, you know, and I always like try to preface things with people because yeah. context is everything, you know. Yeah. Um, and if I had a wife, you know, two kids, a mortgage, would I have made the same decisions? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. people people ask you like, what, "What would you do in my scenario?" And I'm like, "Dude, I I can't tell you what I what I did in my scenario. It was you know just jumping off. It, I didn't put my big toe in. I just jumped in, right? And yep. if I if I with my personality type, if I would have spent all day looking at all the variables, there's no doubt in my mind I never would have pulled the trigger. Um, yeah. But you know, back then I was living at home. I I had like a car payment and insurance, maybe you know, um, yep. very 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 minimal things. Um, but I still tell people like it's never too late, man. And um, you know, if if you're gonna do it, go ahead and and do it now because um, one of my jokes with my long clients and how we get a lot of customers is I'm like, hey, nobody ever got less busy the older they got, right? And yeah. and it's true. And people think they have responsibilities now. Um, you're yeah, kidding me, just like. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we don't even have kids yet, but I mean, just with, you know, we're, you know, buying a home and we're going to be, you know, having kids soon, you know, and it's like, okay, if we're going to make bigger investments and bigger purchases, let's just do it now. And, and, um, and you know what, it's, everybody's scenario is different, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. but, uh, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the, uh, the last 10 years for, for the alternative of staying in corporate America, like you were saying, and, uh, and not being, uh, more flexible and, and having that freedom, um, of, of being self-employed, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally, uh, uh, makes sense. And it's, uh, you know, everybody's got, um, like you said, context, uh, mm-hmm. is everything. Um, and it drives me nuts, uh, when I'll <laughs> see guys get caught up on, uh, buying the, and I saw, actually saw one of your videos about, uh, you know, tips for uh, buying a commercial mower. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, some things so rang so true to me about, you know, you were saying, um, in that video, how, uh, you know, if you can't afford a thing, you know, your everybody's budget's different. Some guy might have a $10,000 budget. Some mm-hmm. guy might have a $5,000 budget. And it all depends. And I, you get some guys will come into the business. And I think he said in the video, you know, if you have no customers, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to really 
look at that when you're starting out and stuff. Don't get caught up about what you see on YouTube and social media that these guys are, um, you know, right. buying these brand new expensive mowers and stuff, you know, and I'll see them. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm in the transition right now too of having, um, you know, the business is all, it's liquid. It's always changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, over the years, the types of clients that I do, whether it's, um, you know, by preference or just by, uh, the, uh, scenario or, or the uh, subs, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just the circumstances that are sure. happening. Uh, in my area, my neighborhood, that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, have been changing. So over the years, the properties for me, at least have been getting smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had walker mowers on, I've had other zero turns of gravely uh, and things and, and found, you know, that they just weren't right for my business. They were fantastic mowers. Sure. Uh, but with a walker, for example, you know, I didn't have enough clients for it when I mm-hmm. first bought it, mm-hmm. but I got caught up in the fact that this was what everybody was saying was the best <laughs> mower and things. So sure. I dumped four. 14 grand at the time on this oh, mower wow. in 2007 and it sat on my trailer for 90% of the time. Oh wow. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I used it for 4 years and I sold it and I still love Walker mowers. Yep. It was fantastic when I was using it, but it just wasn't right for me. Right. Um, right. And right for my area and right for the conditions. Um uh, and that sort of thing. So I, I get, I see, it drives me nuts when I see these guys, uh, with no clients are just starting out and, you know, they're talking about these crazy purchases mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of guys that are talking, you know, they may have been in business in one or two years and they're struggling mm-hmm. and they have equipment, but they're talking about upgrading the equipment. Like that's going to change everything. Right. It's not going right. to change everything. Don't well, get I- caught up in what you see because, you know, that person with that expensive mower, maybe 16 years old living at home and yes. it's more and more common yes. <laughs> you see oh, yeah. especially on uh, you know social media and stuff these kids that are you know getting into it and mm-hmm. you know they can afford to buy the stuff because they have no other responsibilities they have no other bills yes. and you have to take that all into context and stuff so well yeah um, and, and if i can just add i mean yeah. like you see you see um other guys that get into business and maybe they do become successful which is relative to you know but they they feel like they had a successful year well you might not know that guy's background or story, like you're saying. You know, yeah. he might have he might have um, been a construction management and managed ten people, and you know, um, had uh, forty grand in the bank, and it was no big deal to yeah. to drop twenty five grand on a new rig. You know, truthfully, um, hopefully, maybe to give some people hope. But I did not get started with any of that, uh, just because I was more uh, prepared with how to maybe manage the back end of the business. I think we were joking uh, before we even started the recording how both of our personality types were not really people people and to even do an interview for both of us like this, it's, I wouldn't say nervous, but it's at the same point you're like reserved because I think we were joking. My my example is, you know, back in speech class in high school, if somebody said, hey, you know, Fullerton, you're up next, um, dude, give me the zero. You know what I mean? I'm just, let's not waste anybody's time. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and that was one of the things that I had to work on big time uh, with my business. And I think now, because I came from so far back, uh, I wanted to really um, hit hit that one hard was learning how to talk on the phone, learn how to get better with people in, in person, yeah. learn how to how to sell, how to communicate, how to, um, you know, do all those things that, that a lot of guys, you know, like you said, some people might be great with those personality types. And a lot of YouTubers naturally um, have the ones that have good channels. Uh, in my opinion, they're really good with the camera. Um, I personally do not feel like I'm even good with the camera yet because I'm still 
getting over that. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm still learning. And that's, that's the YouTube side of it. You know what I mean? But, um, when you look at, you know, talking with customers and stuff like that, I don't get nervous now, but the first five, six, seven years, um, it was still kind of a fiasco with talking to people, yeah. you know, and, yeah. um, and same thing with equipment, you know, like, you know, yeah, we bought a, a, a laser ZX, um, EFI, the red technology, the biggest, baddest, best mower I could buy from the one I had, right? My brand. And yeah. it took me, uh, nine years to get to that point. You know, could I, could I have bought it sooner and financed it sooner? Sure. Could, um, should I, I mean, we can always argue that, but you know, if you can, you know, just go out and buy that stuff, man, rock and roll. But that was definitely yes, not, yes. that was definitely not my experience and my story. You know what I mean? So I, mm. I, I feel you is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's totally, um, you know, the case you start to know uh, a lot of guys will get trapped as well um about uh you know thinking that they are a success or they are uh you know a successful business and stuff and they get into these purchases and stuff and mm-hmm. you have to really look at the numbers at the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, to see like Absolutely. did you actually make money or did you uh you know work for four dollars an hour when you break it down Right. Well, you and, know, it's it's funny. I, I, I'm sure I'm like ruining your script here with uh, no, with all no, the questions because we're all yeah, over the place. And I and yeah, I yeah. and I think we're just having such a good time before we even turn the microphone on. We're like, dude, yeah, there's yeah. half the interview, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> um, but it's funny too because where I live in Metro Detroit, there are a lot of guys that decide to go um, from their corporate environment um, and some good cash flow and some good income and probably a good family background. And, and they do go out and buy the, um, $50,000, um, Ford F250. Um, they, they do go out there and they buy two brand new zero turns at 10 grand a pop minimum. Um, they do get the trailer, the blow. I mean, you know, before you know it, these guys have an $80,000 rig. Um, what now, would I have loved to have had that opportunity myself? Of course I would Mm -hmm. be, you know, lying if I said otherwise, but um, for me personally, I've always tried to stay more conservative and, and manage my cash flow. And, uh, like you said, at the end of the day, you know, I see guys that have two zero turn mowers on a, uh, and they both have 125 hours on them, 200 hours on them by the end of a season. And I have a mower that has 450 within a year, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's, it's like, are you, you know, what, what game are you trying to play? You know, uh, yeah. maybe they're having a five-year game plan and, and it's just a tough, you know, entry for them. But yeah, I, mean, I think the context is everything, man. When, when people are getting started, I mean, you can't, but the whole premise or the whole umbrella of all that is, in my opinion, is still go for it. <laughs> you know, it's still, yeah. it's still, you won't, you won't regret it. Um, but everybody's got to figure out what makes sense for them. I think that's, I think that's something that a lot of people play that compare game, um, especially yes. nowadays with social media and Instagram yes. and yeah. Uh, Facebook, it's like you only see the highlight reel, but you know, uh, yeah. there's, there's times when, you know, I was broke as a joke and, and I mean, there's times I would have liked to have been broke cause that broke means you're at zero, <laughs> you yeah, know, yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I owed people money and we're making payments and we're still yeah, yeah. broke. Um, and you know what I mean? And, uh, I think, I think everybody's just got to make, figure out what makes sense for them. And, and yeah. truthfully, success for us, um, I feel like I'm probably the least successful guy. The, re- the reason, I feel like we're, I, I can talk about so many experiences because I feel like, and, and this isn't playing the humble card. I just, I sincerely believe like for the first seven, eight years, all I did was, was mess up and fail. And mm-hmm. we, we had some successes too, but I feel like it was, it was, you know, three steps forward. What do they say? One step back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and other guys, I'm hoping with our channel and the rest of the community and, and your podcast, they can learn from our um, experiences and our failures. And um, and truthfully, like, that's one of the main reasons I even 
you know, wanted to get on YouTube was to give back to, yeah. to hopefully help people without. And the same thing with that video you were referencing. That was one of my things like, hey, you know, don't go buy a 12 grand mower because I have one or your friend has one, you know. Yeah. Figure out what makes sense for you. Um, yes. And maybe the context, just- again, is the whole thing. They'll compare mm-hmm. themselves to, you know, it'll be somebody thinking about getting into business and they'll look at your videos mm-hmm. and look at, um, you know, okay, here's Brian and uh, he's got this mower and he's got all this Red Max equipment. And uh, look, he's, he's, you know, his YouTube channel's only been up for a year mm-hmm. and uh, he's got it all together and they don't relate that. Okay, yeah, you know, he may be on the scene publicly, for a year, but there's 10 years of work building up to the point to get to all this. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, I decided to buy a, you know, start a lawn care company and I'm going to go out and buy all this expensive equipment. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they they don't, like I said, the context of putting, you know, they'll see that top notch. They'll see all these guys and not understand that it, you know, it didn't happen overnight. Right, right. Well, and and people are like, well, why did you know? Somebody asked me on YouTube, they're like, why didn't you start doing your stuff sooner? Because all your stuff is great. I go, dude, up until about a year and a half, two years ago, I didn't even feel comfortable talking about quote unquote the success we've had. Because, yeah, and truthfully, like, we're we're, we're for real, no big deal compared to half the guys that are out there um, Mm -hmm. on YouTube and the guy that you know. But um, I was like, dude, if you would have met me two years ago, I feel like we're just in a position now where we've had some successes. And then in the last year, I felt comfortable even dispensing that information. Um, I, you know, that's one of the things too, where you see some guys dispensing information and you're like, dude, I don't really know the credibility of, of what you got and what you're, you know, you're doing. It's like your first year or something per se. And yeah, that's yeah. like, that, that also kind of, that, that's also one of those things I'm always, always pins and needles on because I, I don't talk about anything um, that I don't. Uh, know, like I've been there, done that. You know, I've yes. I've put ten grand on the line, or ten years into that, or yeah. I've I've failed, or I'm you know, like talking about a sales phone call. I've made two thousand of them, right? Um, yeah. So so I'm always nervous about other guys because YouTube and social media is such a um, an environment where anybody can jump on it. I always tell people like be be cognizant of the information you're digesting and, and know that person's. Um, context, know that person's life story, know, and, and truthfully know their, their motivation, their, their, um, their reason for even giving the information. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. No, I've, I'm, you know, similar in that as well. And, you know, you, I'm sure you, you've had similar, um, I've had a, you know, some emails from people and, you know, they're, they're always, you know, thank you so much for, you know, what you're doing and the information. It's helped me so much. And, you know, I, I had one that said, uh, you know, thanks, you know, because of you, I've decided to quit my job and start a lawn care company. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah. Those are the nervous <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't be putting that on me. That's <laughs> right, a right. lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I don't think, you know, my, uh, information is good. It's information. Like you say that, I only share what has worked for me, mm-hmm. but always in the context of it may not work for you. That Absolutely. doesn't mean it's not good information. Mm-hmm. It just means everywhere is different. The neighborhoods are different. The, um, you know, conditions are different. When I bought my franchise, they would give you this territory mm-hmm. and they considered it all equal. Oh, and, sure. and, uh, you know, when I went to, you know, I would be working in one area of the city and it was all, you know, how much does it cost to cut a lawn? Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, okay, do you want your hedges done? No. Do you want fertilizer? No. Do mm-hmm. you want, mm-hmm. you know, just cut the lawn and, you know, as least as possible. Can you do it like once a month? Um, <laughs> thing, right? Where other franchises people. across town were like, you know, doing the hedging, doing fertilizing, mm-hmm. uh, power raking, aerating for the same client, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, similar client amount of clients and stuff. And I'd explain it to the, you know, franchise uh, or about, you know, this is like totally different, right? Like mm-hmm. all these guys on this side of town are doing so much work. Mm-hmm. We're on this. We're kind of, you know, in the beginning struggling because it's, um, you know, all they want is a mow as least as possible. Do mm-hmm. I want fertilizer? Hell no. Because that means right. I would have to cut it more often. Sure. Um, sure. Well, so the context is different because what I do works for me. It's good information, mm-hmm. but you have to use your uh, brain, so to speak. Absolutely. And use that into context of, okay, but is this going to work for, you know, for other guys? When I say a walker mower doesn't work for me, um, even though I love them, it's because we get so much rain here. Um, and the ground is always soft. Even, uh-huh. you know, a month after it stops raining, there's areas that it's still soft. And for me, it kept wow. getting stuck. It was too heavy. Sure. It would, and because of the low ground clearance with the fantastic GHS blower and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it would get caught up and stuck. Mm-hmm. But you take that more to Texas or to Arizona or California, it's going to be fantastic because right. it's not dealing with the same conditions. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think, I think um, maybe what the if you know some of the people listening to this can like understand is uh, which, and we're all susceptible to it, no matter how much we say we're not. But it's the compare game. And you know, when I got started, it was everything was literally like craftsman sears home mm. depot if i had stuff from home depot it's like i was big time you know what i mean yeah. and, uh, you know and around where i live it's uh you play like that compare game like oh my god look at that guy's truck and his trailers and his mowers and you know what what you don't know on the back end is maybe um and i'm not trying to put that down but what what you don't know on the back end is that hey that guy his life might stink in the background and you don't know that um yeah. his, his finance might stink and you don't want any part of that you know um and, and, and you guys are like, oh, this guy's got the coolest, newest mower or your YouTuber friend upgrades something. You know, spoiler alert, like I'm looking to upgrade a, into a new trailer and I'm, I'm 99% sure I'm going to pull the trigger on that. But that took me yeah. 10 years and somebody might yes. see that on YouTube and go, oh my God, look at the success he's having. I'm like, dude, it took yeah, me yeah. 10 years. Now, it could have took me two if I was, uh, you know, if I had access to everything that these young guys have access to, which is a whole other topic now um, on YouTube, you know, guys putting out great info. But back 10 years ago... We didn't have YouTube necessarily. I was, you know, back then, 10 years ago, it was uh, Charlie bit my finger, you know, on YouTube and, uh, mm-hmm. and like the funny, yeah, yeah. it wasn't what it is today, you know, and yeah. um, back then it was like, do you go talk to your competition? Of course not, because they're going to tell you politely, go away. Um, yeah. So, it was a lot of failing and I yeah. think um, I think people are in such a uh, a better position now to to learn from other people's successes and failures. And I think that's really one of the things too that I'm admiring about the, the lawn care community on YouTube is how friendly a majority of people are because I can network with a guy on YouTube who lives, like you said, in Arizona, in Florida, um, in, in Savannah, Georgia, um, you know. In Canada. <laughs> yeah, in Canada. I think they have grass there. It's all snow, right? Yeah, yeah. Polar bears. So. <laughs> um, but you can, you can learn from what those people um, are doing. You know, you know here, here's a funny thing I, I heard a guy say once like if in comp uh in school if you work with somebody it's called cheating um yeah if you in business it's called collaborating it's called yeah. partnership 
and you're you're just drilled as a kid that you shouldn't be looking over your shoulder at what the other guy is doing. Yeah. Um, and yes, in real life, and and you know the guy that's down the road from you, quote unquote, as your competition, you you can you can't really ask him for help, but. You come to a channel like, um, you know, all the other guys that have big, big channels on YouTube and you go to their stuff, even though they're, they run a business, they're 900 miles away. They're not competition. And I think, oh my God, like if I would have had access to all this stuff, I would have been able to do what I've done in 10 years in, in three or four, you know? Yes. Um, and I think that's just, uh, it blows my mind still. Like, like you said, people that watch our channel, I mean, I think we have like seven daily visitors. Um, we're kind of, a, <laughs> we're, we're not a big time by any means. Um, it's, it's been a journey. We're having fun, but, um, uh, you know, I, 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 that's one of the things I really want to do is maybe give back to people and help them out with, with things I know what I'm talking about, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Um, you know, I, I'm, uh, pretty similar in that sort of train of thought. I remember taking, having to pick up my kids one day and, uh, I, and I still needed to go to a garden center. So I picked them up after school and I went to the garden center. We pulled in and this, uh, you know, and I'm in my uh, truck and it's all clean with my trailers, all clean and mm-hmm. sort of that professional image. And another gardening truck pulls up beside me. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Nice professional image. And my daughter goes, Hey dad, there's your competition. And I looked at the <laughs> truck and I said, and then I looked at her and I said, I don't have any competition. Amen. My only competition is myself. There you go. I'm the one who I'm up against. Absolutely. Right? It's it's the games in your head. Mm-hmm. It's the, the things like that. You can accomplish anything you want. Don't let, you know, don't be um, afraid or scared of everybody else doing the same thing as you are. Absolutely. Well said. Because, I, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, let me see here. The... Uh, next uh, question uh, sort of is along these lines, um, and uh, actually, uh, it's not uh, the next question in the list, but I'm going to jump to it because it sort of fits. Yeah, sure. So, how would you define success? Um, you know, it, that's a really good question. You know, um, everybody has that that that's a different answer for everybody, right? Um, yeah. I, I've listened that's to that's why, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's, that's uh, why that, I like asking. That's right yeah. down the middle, man. You know, like, like yeah. I don't even, yeah. I'm not even a baseball guy, but I know you don't swing at the first one, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, um, and success is different for everybody. Um, I think what, what, what success for me 10 years ago starting off um, has evolved to what success is for me today, right? Um, yeah. Back then it was um, like, you, like a lot of people, right? You want to prove the naysayers wrong. Um, of course, you want to make more money. Um, of course you want to, you, you do, you know, want to buy nicer equipment and better equipment and, um, all that fun stuff. Now to me, where my, where my life is at, at 30 years old, it's, um, you know, I just got married two and a half years ago. Um, you know, all those different things now, you know, with buying a a nice, you know, can we buy a home right now? Sure. But we want to buy a really nice home. Um, and do we want new equipment and trucks? Sure. But do we want really nice stuff now? Um, so our priorities have changed to where, um, with the business itself, uh, we want to be able to have that as a as an asset, as a business, without me necessarily needing to physically be involved in it. Um, okay. So that's that's what you know that's that's the ten year plan, right? A lot of guys yeah. want to get into that position. Well, over the last year, we've been transitioning all of our programs, all of our systems, getting me me Brian Fullerton out of that business to where you know we run two or three other businesses from our house. Um, we want to have this one be um, just an asset that I can manage and maintain, right? Okay. Um, yep. So that's kind of where we're at right now with with that. But success for for me, um, I think you know ever since my second year in business, I've always had the flexibility 
uh, I've always had the the time to do what I needed to do. Um, but I also argue too that if you're still involved in the business, you still only have a certain level of freedom. If yeah. if that makes sense, and I don't want to step on yeah. anybody's toes because everybody's like, hey, what's what's success like to you? And it's like the freedom part. And I'm like, well, if you still have to work your business 40 hours a week, um, you're you're still obligated to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and people are like, well, I fired my boss. I'm like, well, you know, when they left their corporate job. And I'm like, well, I get that too. But you also have 150 clients that have your phone number. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of, I think a lot of people kind of, um, based on my experience and how long I've been doing this, um, they, they transition from one boss to 100 bosses. And, yep. and I think a lot of people, um, you know, the first phase of my business, that entrepreneurship, that independence, by all means. But I, my goal is to take it to the next level and have uh, that asset, that walk away. Uh, you know, a lot of people who, who listen to podcasts probably know of like Robert Kiyosaki and, you know, different guys like that. And I've listened to everybody and love everybody like that. Um, so my goal is to kind of get away from the business. I'm not, not like totally out of it. You know, I can manage the back end. I can manage the people. Um, but, you know, if it's making me a, a six-figure income or something, you know, as a, as a passive income asset and we can go do more things, whether it's more leisure things or start more businesses, you know, um, I'm one of those guys, man. I just, I don't sit still, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to go, uh, to, uh, you know, the, uh, the Hawaii or something like that and just re- yeah. retire, you know, um, it's just, it's an opportunity for us to maybe grow the lawn business more, but in a different capacity, maybe start mm-hmm. a second route, you know? And, um, I think a lot of guys start that second route a little too early sometimes, um, before tapping out that first one. Um, you know, that's a whole nother topic if you will, but yeah. But where we're at right now, like physically, I don't think other than adding another employer or two, could we really make more per our first route? But that, you know, that's what I wanted to do. That's like I said, everybody's different and um, and I'm really enjoying that. So success for me is having more time, more flexibility. Um, the income is there, but now I want to get my time uh, back more. And and um, like I said, we have the flexibility, you know, having a day off and, and you know, you know, we can move work ahead, pull work forward. Um, I don't know what I'm really complaining about because we take, you know, four months off for winter. Uh, so but um, but I still want to have a little bit more time uh, during the summer to enjoy those beautiful mm-hmm. Michigan summer days, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. And I, I have to tell you, um, as you were talking there, uh, the words that were coming out of your mouth were uh, hitting me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> and I say this because I am one of those that say freedom is my mm-hmm. number one reason for my business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the freedom. Sure. And as you talked there, I went, huh. <laughs> and, then, and, um, I, and, and I know a lot of guys okay, are that this guy's, this guy's making some sense here. Mm-hmm. He just said... And I totally related in that one instant mm-hmm. where you said, did you just go from having one boss to a hundred bosses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, am I a slave to my business uh, disguised <laughs> as freedom? Because well, the minute I stop working, the minute I stop getting paid. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. That's, that's a realization <laughs> even three years ago. Like, and. I, I, I heard somebody say, um, even if they're golden handcuffs, they're still handcuffs. And, mm, and another uh, one. <laughs> and, I, and then, dude, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you know, like the, the, the sage, right? Because, you know, I, yeah. you know cause I didn't make any of this stuff up. But I heard another guy talk about like the um, with the spider monkey, you know, and the, the, the you know, some like little little monkey, right? But it's, uh, yeah. they, 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 uh, they got a gourd or whatever it is. And then they make two little holes on the inside. And then they put a nut on the inside. And you can't ca- capture these like spider monkeys because they're so elusive and they're squirrely, right? Um, but 
if you put a trap with uh, the nut inside the gourd and the monkey puts its hands inside the gourd and then grabs on the nut and makes a fist, he can't pull his hand out. And they uh-huh. said, how do you capture a spider monkey? Well, you just bait him like that. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry if these analogies make you frustrated because they do for me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I was either going to say this is going to be a really good interview or for some reason there's technical difficulties, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, that's, but you know, here's the deal. That, that's me being in business for 10 years and realizing yeah. certain things. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that initial phase and batch of, like you said, passion and excitement and energy and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That's, that's what drove me for the first six or seven years now. Yeah. Um, I'm in a position where I want to give back. I want to kind of help people. I want to do mm-hmm. more things. Um, 10 years ago, eight, you know, seven years ago, I just needed to pay the bills. Yes. You know, I was, like I said, I would have loved to have been broke because that would have been even, you know, um, yeah. now, and we're not, you know, wealthy or rock stars by any means, you know, we, we're, we're, we're very simple people, my wife and I, you know, but, um, we want to get to the next level. We want to have multiple streams of income, multiple businesses. Yeah. That. And so, um, there's nothing, everybody's different. Like I said, context is everything. And one of the things I see from a lot of guys on YouTube is like, they're still in that first batch. They're still in that yeah. first phase of their business. And you know what? That's so cool. I hope, you know, a lot of the guys that start their YouTube business and, and, and all that fun stuff, that's where they're at. I'm like, yeah. I'm just a little bit further down the road where I'm like, Hey, I, I've been there, done that. I can totally relate. That's why I'm now giving back and dispensing that advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guys I'm listening to and the guys I'm working from, uh, you know, they, they're, they're, you know, they have that passive income and, and they're, they've made that transition. And I'm like in that mode right now over the next year yeah. or two to do the same thing. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, it totally makes, uh, totally makes sense. And like what you said, like, um, and you know, for me saying that it hit me like a ton of bricks. Now that's <laughs> not to say, um, you know, it's something, uh, that I'll change, like wanting to, mm-hmm. uh, keep the business or get employees. Cause I've, that's the, the big thing for me is I've never been into being or wanting employees and stuff like that. I can totally but, relate. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, uh, you know, with you saying that, um, and like before the show, uh, you know, we were talking and I, I told you how, you know, I was totally actually against having guest interviews mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I thought it would take away my freedom and having to now, you know, deal with somebody else's schedule and, sure. and lining all that up and, you know, being introverted and stuff. But then once I did the first one, I totally fell in love with it. And I actually mm-hmm. think to myself, I haven't actually told this person. Um, he's the, the first person I interviewed was Connolly Ipsen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of joke to myself that he broke the podcast because <laughs> it was such a positive experience sure. that I don't want to do, um, you know, sort of the, the single episodes anymore. I will have to sure. at some point because I'm, I'm a, assuming once the season gets underway, it's going to be very difficult to get people to be able to give up time and stuff to do the interviews. Sure. So I'll probably have to go back to that. But I always joke that he broke the, you know, what I thought mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm because he made it such a good experience and everybody since then has also made it such a a great experience. So, you know, just what you said just made me think, is that what I'm dealing with here Mm -hmm. is, you know, my thoughts on employees and stuff sort of unfounded Mm -hmm. and would do taking that leap, take me to that next step of even more freedom eventually down the road. Well, Um, that's, uh, that's something that everybody, you know, like you said, they, 
um, have to evaluate. And and there's there's nothing wrong with making a strong income with your business and working it seven, eight months, nine months a year. And whether you do snow or don't do snow, and I know everybody, you know, different re- regions have different things, right? Um, but you can have a really good, I, I think, uh, really truthfully, like long care provides a pretty good lifestyle and a, and a, and a work-life balance. I really do. Yeah. Um, and, but the, the, the thing that maybe I wish, um, I just got done reading a, a book, uh, a lot of people probably know it and, uh, I didn't make any of this stuff up, but it's uh, the 10 X rule. Um, okay. great book. And he even kind of says the same thing. Like, you know, if I, if I could do it all again, everybody always says the same, the same answers, right? Like different equipment, get bigger, faster, get, you know, don't go so big so soon. All yeah. those are good. But if I could have told my younger self, what I would do different is, begin with the end in mind of what I wanted to do with a a five-year or a 10-year idea of this business. Mm -hmm. And again, I didn't have any coaching, any mentorship. Um, I figured this stuff all out on my own. I had to. Um, But if I was getting my business started again, is the end goal for me to get out of my business in five years? Is, Mm -hmm. Is my end game in 10 years to sell my business for 150 grand to that big guy in town, you know? Yeah. Um, I, the same thing, like you said, um, am I, that's where I'm at right now where uh, the investments we're making are to provide the opportunity for me to pull out of my business. If I don't make those investments, we won't be able to. So do I want to? Absolutely not. But does it get me to where I want to go? Yes. And that's the yeah. thing where, you know, just like you said, with employees, do I want to hire employees and deal with all that mess? No, but do I want my business to run itself, me manage it from a cell phone um, and do a little bit here and there? Yes. You know what I mean? So that's where the things we're buying, the things things we're investing and all that other stuff. I'm like, oh, do I want to? No, but do I want my my financial independence that much more? Absolutely. And that's, mm-hmm. and again, everybody's in different stages and different phases of their, of their life and their business. And you just got to, like you said, you know, you got to do what sense, uh, what makes sense for you, man. And I think people listening to the the podcast um, try to have that game plan try to have that idea do you want it be one of your 20 businesses you're gonna own by the time you're 40 and 50 and you want to retire young and early and wealthy um, is it one of those things where you're just doing it to supplement your income while you're in high school and college you know you know what I mean and um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer again you just got to make sure you're doing what makes sense for you and not get caught up in the game where you you're somewhere where you are five years from now either at chance happenstance or you know you're you've been building the wrong idea or business and you're like well dude how did i even get here and you literally just you know you're like i don't even want to do it anymore if that if that makes any sense no that's um i would say that's like the uh nugget of gold moment for this podcast here (laughs) is what you just said because um you know, if you don't, and I would say probably, uh, 80 to 90% of single, um, you know, owner operator lawn care businesses mm-hmm. do this. They mm-hmm. buy equipment, they put out flyers, they get customers and they have no plan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they, they go by chance. And in five years, 10 years, they end up in a place and they don't know how they got there mm-hmm. and it may not be where they want it to be, mm-hmm. but they made no plan. Mm-hmm. And what you said that that nugget of gold is work backwards. Yes. Think of where you want to be 
and now figure out the steps it's going to take to get you there. Because then, you know, you know, it may not go according to plan mm-hmm. exactly down the road, but at least you'll be able to recognize moments mm-hmm. that are taking you astray from that. And you Absolutely. can adjust the course and go, okay, this is not, you know, where I want to end up. Right. Um, so, you know, I got to start doing something like this. I got to turn away work like that because it's not getting me to, uh, you know, what I want to do over well, here. It, um, one of the things that it helps you, it, what it helps me do is it helps you filter all your decisions through that uh, and yes. get through that goal, you know, and that's why I don't have certain vehicles. That's why I don't have certain uh, equipment yet or not at all. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I, one of the things I wanted to do uh, too was uh, an, another video coming up um, on our channel was how to set goals. And I think yeah. a lot of guys, you know, right now are posting out their, their videos on YouTube, for example. Um, you know, I want to get 100 new customers this year or 50 new customers, or I'm going to ba- pass out flyers until I'm blue in the face. Mm-hmm. And and I get that, but from my experience, again, looking, and, and you know what, there's nothing wrong with that um, enthusiasm, but the filter is why. Why do you want 100 new customers? Do you know what you even need to do to get that? Like, do you, do you even need 100 new customers? You know, yeah. if if a customer is $25 a week and you got 100 of them, $2,500 a week times 26 weeks, you're looking at 60 grand, whatever it is. Okay, you add that to your business. Well, let's say you wanted to buy a private jet. Mm-hmm. Like, that game plan doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and then, you know, I always hear, I heard our guy say, um, don't do, uh, you know, people say like, do what you love and, and all that other fun stuff. And those are Good statements, but they're still misleading in my opinion because what I heard is figure out how you want to live and then work backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, well, I want to live a jet setting rock star lifestyle. And then they go to be an engineer. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know about where you guys live, but here in Metro Detroit, engineers make about 60, 70, 80 grand a year. It's good, but mm-hmm. that's not going to get them to that, that, that goal. And, yeah. and you got to do the same thing with lawn care. Okay, I want to make a six-figure income, work about 35, 40 hours a week in, in summertime. I want four months off for the winter. Okay, well, I, I could help you do that. You know, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's 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 tangible to me, you know. Yeah. Um, but a lot of guys, they, they don't. They Like you said, they start on the back end. And they're like, well, I just want to grow, 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 grow. You know what? My game plan this year actually is not to grow, 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 grow. My, my approach this year is completely, I hate to use words like surgical and strategic and, you know, but I'm like... Ginsu knife right now. I know, like, I'm doing the sniper rifle right now. When I got started, I was the 50 cal, you know, just blazing down trees, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and there's nothing wrong with either one. What I wish I would have did maybe four, two, three, four, five years in, if not from the beginning, was transition that thought process of where I'm trying to go. Is that, okay. does that make some yeah, sense? No. Yeah, no, that's totally, like I say, it's the nuggets <laughs> of gold for anybody. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, we'll both be realistic this one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing. Um, uh, you know, some uh, people I'll ask to come on the show and a lot of the common theme is, um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm going to share. I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, anything that uh, I think I can share. Right. And, and like I always tell people, it's, 
uh, everybody's circumstances are different. Not mm-hmm. everybody, you know, you, some of the big YouTubers and stuff that you see started out with nothing mm-hmm. and, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, had to do it to survive. They, you know, grasped at straws. They did whatever they could to get by. Mm-hmm. And think, but that's not everybody. And not everybody is going to relate in every, that's why I love these, um, sort of the format that this has taken on, uh, this life of its own, that these interviews have taken on of just sort of, you know, having some uh, questions to guide conversation, but then letting the natural conversation flow, because that's where these nuggets are coming out of. And, and, oh, yeah. you know, what you think uh, a person may not have to share, they'll say something and it's like, you know, a, a phrase uh, that John Lee Dumas from employee on, or uh, entrepreneur on firewall, always say, you know, boom, shake the room. You just <laughs> drop the, you know, biggest nugget. Sure. Um, sure. There, right. So uh, that's why I love this stuff because you, what may not seem uh, as a, a lesson to you, mm-hmm. like every, every moment doesn't have to be this predefined, uh, you know, curriculum lesson that we're talking about on the podcast, because people are going to pull out things that are life changing out of a simple phrase that you say um, through a natural conversation that you may not even think of, but it's something, you know, a lesson or something that you've come across mm-hmm. um, that uh, will tremendously help somebody or give them just a moment to think like, you know, with me now, I'm thinking, okay, am I actually doing this right? Like, am I, <laughs> sure, um, sure. you know, do I have a hundred bosses and I, you know, thinking I'm all, you know, Mr. Freedom here. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you know, uh, I, I so think, you just, you know, you give a lot to think of and well, uh, I, I things think, for I people to evaluate. Good, yeah. I mean, I think you made a good point. Like um, one thing that I've always tried to do and, by all means, you know, like I, 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 we were joking before we even started the camera or the the microphone up yeah. because I'm like, look, dude, like nothing I'm saying is stuff that I made up, you know, um, uh, I'm just like a conduit, you know, like people, you know, laugh at like things like listening to podcasts or Robert Kiyosaki or, or your pastor or, you know, um, you know, just, you know, educational stuff. And my, my attitude is, uh, you can always be a student from anybody and everybody. And I think the minute yeah. you, you, you stop adopting that that um, attitude of of let alone being humble but still wanting to learn especially I'll be the first one to admit it as a guy and you know uh, a man and being ego driven like we all are um, you know I, I'm, I'm running into that right now with uh, with YouTube I'm like dude I I know nothing about um, cameras and video equipment and this I mean I got experience with with the business but for me to pretend like I'm an authority in somewhere else I, I don't I mean I I bother probably more than anybody, all the other top mm-hmm. YouTube people in, as an example, because I want to know what they know. I want, you know, if I'm going to do something, I want to be, you know, good at it. I want to be um, effective, but I'm always a student at these kind of things. And again, I'm not trying to be overly humble, but there's there's some things in my life I might be an, uh, an eight or a nine out of 10, but I know many things I'm I'm not. And talking to people is is one of those things I'm always getting better at. Um, yeah. learning, learning certain things like, you know, like as an example, if somebody said, Hey, you want to go play pickup basketball? Um, I'd probably say no, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I know my basketball skill set is probably a negative one. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and, and, and you know what I mean? And I like to operate in things that I know I'm, I'm good at, or, or I, I have uh, an advantage in, and same thing with YouTube. Like I, I'm all about being a student and learning from people, you know, um, 
It's a funny story. I was actually at um, uh, bookstore uh, Barnes and Noble. I don't know if you guys have them in Canada. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, I was in the business section, and the guy's like, and I and I I went up to a guy. I go, hey, any any good reads lately? And he like kind of looks at me, and uh, he goes, actually, I'm just like looking at these books. He go, he's like, can you believe people actually read these? And, and it's in the self help section. And uh, he goes. He goes, do you read these? I go, actually, I, you know, I was kind of like meek. I was like, actually, I've probably read about four or 500 of these books. And yeah. uh, he goes, he goes, what do, what are people doing in the self-help section? And I had like a moment of boldness and I was like, um, they're helping themselves. Like, yeah. what do you think they're doing, dude? You know, and, yeah. and, and for people to admit that they don't know it all and you can always still be a student and learn and, and read books mm-hmm. and, and podcasts, whether it's YouTube and, and some of the big guys, which I think is awesome, but, your your Kiyosaki's, your Gary V's, your you know your Darren Hardy's, and uh, your uh, Tony Robbins, you know, and your Les Browns, you know. I mean, yeah. Everybody, and you know, I think this is such a cool resource. These podcasts that you're doing, and I'm I'm excited, honestly. Like before, two weeks ago, truthfully, I didn't even know this existed, but now I guarantee you, every Wednesday or uh, I think these come out, I'm going to be looking to stream it because I want to hear what other guys are doing. And and like you said, get yeah. Not necessarily the X's and O's, but the the attitude, the the mentality. Like, dude, when you're when you were so broke, you couldn't pay attention. <laughs> um, yeah. What What did you do to to make it? What did you do when when certain things were going on? And um, so I I mean honestly, I'm sure a lot of your listeners already uh, know and appreciate what you're doing. But I mean, by all means, thanks for even putting these together. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no thanks, thanks very much for uh, those kind words. And it's uh, Tuesday mornings. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday. All right, Tuesday. Just, just for the record. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, I uh, to I think a lot of uh, like-minded people, entrepreneurs, things are in that same boat. They're just uh, ferocious for knowledge, and it's funny uh, because I've talked to a bunch of them and. Uh, you know, you seem sort of the same path, like uh, when you're talking about your, uh, you know, going to school and, you know, go back to school after for four years and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like good luck, right, sort of thing. <laughs> I was exactly the same, like no, you know, good luck, right? Yes. <laughs> um, there's no way, um, like, it's it's funny for me to think that I have a podcast that I talk, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for hours at a time sometimes on the, the microphone, that I have a blog, that I've uh, written things that people ask uh, in my family will come to me and ask me for advice on how to um, uh, sort of uh, sculpt a sentence or something if they're writing sort of an official letter or something. Oh, sure. And I laugh at that because I failed English <laughs> in high school. Because And it's funny because it's like, it's not because I didn't know how to speak English. Right. I probably knew more than, you know, three quarters of the kids in that class what yes. thing, the vocabulary because of the books that I read. Mm-hmm. And it's because it didn't interest me. It was below what I was already at, I thought. Not to say that I'm like some genius or oh, anything. No, I know where you're coming from. I absolutely. You know, if it interests you, I can be, you know, reading books and books and books on, you know, how to code HTML and do mm-hmm. stuff that people would be like, that is like, you know, the driest subject I've ever, you know, heard yeah. of. But, you know, but then you do some other subject that they're teaching in school and I'm like, oh, good Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think I failed English because I didn't want to do a book report on where the red fern grows, you know, um, which yeah, yeah. I don't know why we're reading that book <laughs> as a high schooler. You know, um, you know, when I when I when I was growing up, I heard, I heard a guy say, like, you know, you're going to be the, the two things you think about most when you grow up. And I'm like, great, I'm either going to be a girl or a beer. You know, like this is yeah, yeah. this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. This is the worst advice yeah. I've ever heard. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but 
yeah, and the same That's thing. That's hilarious. Same thing with reading <laughs> books. You know what I mean? Like I never would have thought. I mean, honestly, I was that guy. I never read a single book, and then I read, um, you know, a very popular book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I go. Like I, I got like violent, like nobody had ever told me about this stuff. And, yeah. and I don't think people were like deliberately hiding it from me. They just didn't know. I was a, a young punk kid just, you know, squirrely and couldn't sit still learning from employees and, and government employees. And I'm not opposed to any of that. It's just, they didn't know what they didn't know. And then, you know, you get out in business and you're like, oh my God, it's this exciting adventure. You know, um, what, yeah. what, one of my friends calls it a roller coaster. He's like, look, Roller coasters, they go up, they go down, they go left, they go right. Some of them have loops. He goes, but the only people that get hurt on roller coasters are those that try to get off it. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, that's that's a really good analogy for business. That is an awesome analogy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks like it's, it's, I, I see that pattern amongst the entrepreneurs, these lawn care guys and stuff that they have this ferocious appetite for learning. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, a great, uh, as somebody who's asking, you know, why somebody's in the self-help section looking at business books oh, gosh. is, uh, <laughs> they just don't get it. Yeah. Um, I always reference this, um, uh, through the podcast and stuff, this, uh, it's actually a video I found on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's about two hours long and it's a seminar that Jim Rohn did back in 1981 Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't even remember what it's called but I know if you type in YouTube Jim Rohn seminar full in like 1981 Mm -hmm. it'll pop up and it's two hours long Um, and I've actually stripped the audio off of it and made it into an mp3 and I listened to that thing like continuously from you know, I'll finish listening to it and yep. hit play again yep. and listen to it over. And, and every time I listen to it and I've, I've literally have listened to this thing at least 75 times already. Oh, sure. And, and I keep learning something new every time I oh, yeah. listen to it and I make my kids listen to it. Well, yeah. <laughs> listen to it. Right. Um, and it's funny. We have a, a little vacation property in Washington state. Mm-hmm. So it's about an hour drive or so from our house to cross the border, go into the U S go to this place. So in the summer, I sort of make it their homework cause they're stuck in the car with me <laughs> and <laughs> I'll play it in the car, <laughs> in the car like uh, throughout parent. the summer. Like say, you know, you have to listen to this. And then at the end of summer, I'm going to ask you questions yes. and I want you to uh, think. So I would say for, for people, maybe if you're not, um, uh, you know, into reading and stuff like that, because that can be difficult for guys to focus and stuff as well. It's a good thing to get started and just sort of get a taste mm-hmm. of this sort of uh, thing is to look up that video on YouTube for Jim Rohn, 1981 full seminar. It's two hours long. It'll pop up. You'll see it as long as it's two hours long. Sure. Um, and it's just nuggets of gold, like every second for the whole two hours. Sure. Um, you know, I'll, I'm definitely so, going to check it out after, um, probably later today or when I'm at the gym or, you know, uh, if I'm not, you know, we're not cutting grass for another few weeks. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, first off, it's probably a 90% chance I've listened to it because I love Jim Rohn stuff. I mean, yeah. um, I know he does a lot with like network marketing and um, all that. And I'm a big fan, you know, of, the, of those businesses. But um, at the same point, like I love listening to these guys that that do um, all these kind of stuff that, like you said, twenty, thirty years ago. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think you know for for your listeners and 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 for me personally, I think the takeaway for me from all that was I didn't even know that that was something I should probably even be doing. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't need motivation or. Um, I don't need to, you know, one, one thing for me for sure is maybe overanalyzing some situations. I know I'm a big um, victim of that. Not a victim, but, you know, I sometimes I, I oh, what do you call it, uh, analysis paralysis. There's there's times where I probably should, should have pulled the trigger on things sooner, quicker. But I'm, I'm a detail guy. I like looking at my numbers and 
the numbers speak to me, you know, but um, I, didn't, I didn't even know, like you were saying that 10 years ago, I should be educating myself uh, about business. I mean, if you if you run a yeah. business, it's not just cutting grass. It's there's a lot of topics. I mean, there's a lot of hats you wear. Um, do, yeah. you, do you need to be an expert in all of them? No, but um, just like Robert Kiyosaki says, you better be aware of how things work. You better be aware of of banking. You better be aware of how to sell. You better be aware of taxes and and you know yeah. and, and operational procedures. And that all sounds really big and really magnanimous and really fancy. It's all really simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are having like areas of weakness, uh, like like hey, I've got cash flow problems. Um, you know, there's there are books. You know that you can take. Yeah. You know, two two hours. You know, read fifteen minutes a night. And, and read four or five books on that topic and become more aware and your income will probably uh, change. You know, same thing with, with selling and stuff like that. There's there's good sales books. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I could totally be a proponent of all that kind of stuff. And um, I think, you know, as a 25-year-old chiseled guy coming into this profession or any other profession, most guys are like, well, I already... Um, I don't, I don't like reading or listening to other things and other people or number two, which is also funny cause I have a lot of college friends obviously where I live and, uh, they, they come out of, you know, Michigan state and U of M and yeah. they're like, well, I'm not doing any more books. I'm not doing any more learning. I've, I've sworn that off. And, and everybody knows the stats and here's the stats, like whatever it is, 60% of people never go back into a bookstore after college. And it's frightening because if, if I knew I mean, just with the stuff I know now, oh my God, like could I, I couldn't imagine trying to operate it my life without listening to, like you said, the Steve Jobs uh, Stanford address and, yeah. and all these other things and the stuff I've read from and listened to from Kiyosaki and all these other people. Um, wow. I mean, like how different could life be? So I think being yeah. students um, is, by the way, I know this is probably a different kind of a podcast for a lot of people, but this is just my story, you know, and, yeah. and I think uh, more people uh, can benefit from that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. It's, uh, you know, if you think to besides, um, you know, breathing, hearing, having your heart beat, um, you know, everything else in your life you've learned mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so good and bad. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, there's so much knowledge out there, especially now with the internet content. But even if you can't afford to buy books, there's libraries. You can mm-hmm. go and look this stuff up. Um, and it, it amazes me. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird, uh, context or weird, uh, sort of thought how I think sometimes. Um, but I think of my, my brain, my mind, and I go, it's this thing in this small container, uh-huh. yet it's so vast. Uh-huh. You can keep filling it and it's limitless. Uh-huh. You can keep adding to it and adding to it and nobody can ever take away from you uh-huh. what you've added to it. Uh-huh. Um, absolutely. And, you know, just learning, like you, when you get onto subjects like this, if you're passionate about your business, there's just so much that you can, learn and read and better yourself and mm-hmm. and give yourself such a jump start and and it's not just reading watching youtube videos watching oh yeah you know, that's the whole premise behind all of this stuff mm-hmm. so well it's it's, I think that's it's, it. it's funny like uh, we were evaluating different verizon plans and uh um, yeah. and i know i'm probably gonna make some people mad here because i have the unlimited verizon plan still with an iphone oh. <laughs> and so it's funny because um, uh, Verizon like reached out to us wanting to change my plan because I was using so much data. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, how much data am I using? And they're like, well, last month you did like 50 gigs. And, <laughs> and I go, 
I don't know what that means. I'm like, is that good? Is that bad? She goes, well, the average person gets a two to four gigabyte data plan. And I go, oh, and she goes, so do you want to change from this plan to this plan? I go, well, does it have unlimited data? And she's like, well, well, no. I'm like, then why are you trying to get me off of it? And, yeah, yeah. and then um, I downloaded like one of their, you know, apps to see where the data um, where the, okay, like, yeah. is being used from, right? And yeah. it's my YouTube app, um, my certain podcast apps. And basically, yeah. like you were like we're talking about, it's, gosh, for every eight hours I'm cutting lawns, besides maybe an hour here or there of uh, Pandora music, you know, um, yeah. I'm listening to three and four podcasts a day because yes. and, and getting better. Because like you said, some guys are listening to, um, uh, you know, no disrespect, you know, a DJ or some morning talk show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that guy is making $28,000 a year. Like you, yeah. you don't want to know what that guy knows. And, yes. <laughs> and, and number two is that he's just selling you stuff all day long to keep yeah. his show going. Yes. And it's like, and you know, and then they talk, and then you listen to the other stuff and it's like, you know, just stupid talk shows and just criticizing things and talking about politics and whether you're one way or the other, it's all irrelevant because none of it is helping you, in my opinion, grow your business, you know, and such um, a missed opportunity listening to stuff like that. Unreal. You know, like the people that have the, the cool work tunes, AM, FM radio headsets. Um, mine are the $20 ones that have no technology in them, but I have an, uh, AirPods going to my iPhone. And yep. I'm streaming all day long because, like you said, I'm I'm treating this thing like a gift and not uh, something that I can just pollute with with at best stupid stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but you know, like I said, to each their own, you know. And then yeah. you you fast forward five years from now, and some people are making twenty grand a year, some people are making a hundred grand a year, and you know what? Yeah, the writing is on the wall, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, I did a uh, a review of my favorite Bluetooth uh, like hearing protection headphones, like the big yeah. uh, cans that you put on your head, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the comments I got on the video was, "Can you tell me what the FM reception is like?" Oh God! And I was like, "Couldn't tell you anything because I don't <laughs> never use the FM or the AM. I just use the Bluetooth. I can sure. tell you the Bluetooth is solid streaming podcasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's all I use it for, right? But the radio couldn't tell you. Yeah, and you know, I've, and if no you have your favorite sports team and they got a Saturday game going on, you know, God yeah. bless you. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a dude. I, I get all that, you know. But don't forget, I always say, listen to your music after you listen to a good uh, podcast. You know, like yeah. I, and I even tell my employees, you know, that the guys that work with us here and there, I'm like, look, before you do stupid stuff, man, like educate yourself, you know, you know, put some good stuff into your brain um, and, and get uh, ahead of the curve because your competition and your peers aren't, you know. And yeah, so I'm sure a lot of guys are like, well, this doesn't relate to long care, but it does, you yeah. know. No, it all it all does. And, mm-hmm. and you know, podcasts, it doesn't have to be lawn care related. There's so much. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins just released a, a new podcast or launched a new podcast uh, a week or so ago, and it's already number one on iTunes. Sure. Um, sure. I saw on his Instagram feed yesterday. So uh, there's just so much uh, information out there. I like it. Um, so next question is going to go a little deep here. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, share with us a time you struggled in your business and what you learned or did to overcome it. Um, well, I mean, like what experience do you want to take from that one? Right. Cause I have about 500 of them. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I mean, simple stuff, you know, here, here, I guess the main one that a lot of people probably go with is whether or not I wanted to quit. Um, I never, yeah. I never ever thought about quitting my lawn care business. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it was, 
you know, it's always been a labor of love. It's never been uh, frustrating. You know, we've always made money. So it's like if I know I've had cash flow issues because I've been young and dumb with my money buying things I didn't need or, you know, just like everybody else. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I've never really ever been like, oh, dude, I'm quitting lawn care in this profession. Um, now, I, I've had days where uh, my second year in business was probably my hardest. And I think based on a couple of the podcasts I listened to of your guys is um, a lot of people have said very similar things because a lot of folks kind of get in that awkward transition from um, if they're not full time, they want to go full time. But mm-hmm. to be full time, you have to come up with a full time income, right? Yes. Um, and a lot of guys, whether you have uh, money in the bank or not, most people don't. Um, you know, and my second year I spent, I mean, like on paper we made money, like you said, we grossed a lot, but I didn't even like make any money per se because I was buying new equipment and lawnmowers and uh, a new trailer. And I had, uh, my uncle actually worked for me. He had lost his job. This is, uh, we're going back into, uh, 07, 08. So the depression, okay. res- the great recession, yeah. they call it, um, you know, had, uh, mm-hmm. had hit, uh, US and ma- majorly in Metro Detroit. Well, my uncle lost his job. He went from making a good job to, hey, do you want some help cutting lawns? Um, I'll do it for like 10 bucks an hour. And I'm like, yeah. so so people were doing a lot of desperate things in Metro Detroit, just basic things. I, I don't want to say desperate. It's probably a wrong word. But um, you, people got humbled, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, okay. and that second year, I had hired my uncle on full time. And almost every week, like it felt like I was paying him more um, than I was paying me. And I was because... Yeah. Um, I had to grow the business. You know, we we needed to get new clients. So, like, my second year was probably my toughest year. Like, I made more in gross, but I felt like I made net and took home a lot less than than anything. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah. Um, I think uh, about three years ago was probably my craziest year because that's the year uh, my wife and I were getting married. And um, we didn't have any um, help, you know, financially from okay. anybody on my side or her side. You know, we just... Our, yeah. our, you know, like like you said, people look at you now and like, oh, you guys got things going on. Well, you know, even three or four years ago, um, it wasn't always that case. Well, three years ago, we were paying for a wedding, and you know, it, you know, it was very typical. It cost like twenty grand. It was it was it was super nice for us, yeah. and uh, you know, like a hundred people wedding, just a very basic wedding, right? Um, mm-hmm. Well, that year, uh, we had some unexplained like medical bills came in from from my wife's past which were like from five years previous we had like um you know just transparently we had like one or two weird weirdo debt collection things that we thought we had paid um and just uh bizarre bizarre like like four or five bizarre things um i ended up not saving enough money for my taxes so i owed um and it all came up to like six grand and six grand to me three years ago is like you know, a million bucks today, right? Whatever, yes, you know, yeah. you might as well just say like, dude, we're screwed, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and so not only did we go into the season, uh, owing 6,000 bucks, which, you know, I didn't have, um, I needed, uh, a whole bunch of like, you know, new tires and, and work and equipment needed to be maintained and fixed and upkeeps. And, and then I also had to come up with 20 grand in six months because if you know weddings, and I know not everybody's going to relate, a lot of single guys probably, uh, you know, listening, but um, if, you, if you're planning a wedding, you know, you, you have to put down payments and deposits on things, yes. right? So we had to put a deposit on the venue, a deposit on the photographer. My wife had to buy a dress, paid cash in full to get it yep. ordered, to have it come in in three or four months to do the fittings, 
to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's schedules, right? And I have some friends getting uh, married right now, and they're like, "This is this is bizarre." I'm like, "Welcome to the, <laughs> I, I call it I call it the hemorrhaging club because all you're gonna do is yeah. you're gonna hemorrhage money for about six months." And I'm laughing because it's bringing me back to my wedding. Can you relate? You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and you know, and I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so literally, I'm like, I'm five or six grand in the hole. Um, I need like two thousand bucks to get my season started, um, and then I needed to come up with twenty more grand in six months. And I'm like, this is gonna be interesting. Now that year. Um, we, I, you know, you, it's one of those things, again, it's just like the Stanford address from Steve Jobs. You have no idea yeah. how you even made it through. All you know is you approached each day one at a time and you just did your best. And that year, um, somebody, owed, you know, I'm a big giver and I believe if you give, you get. And uh, I had a customer that owed me 300 bucks and I like was like, look, dude, you owed me 300 bucks from last November. I need, I need, cause, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to grasp for straws. I think we were, yes. we were joking. And so... He, he literally was like, dude, I, I can't pay it. Um, I, I just won't be able to. And you know what I said? You know what? I just had like this whole, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to give. I'm going to, I'm going to give my way out of this problem. And mm-hmm. some people think it's hokey. I get it. You know, I thought that way 10 years ago too, but um, yeah. I ended up giving that guy 300 bucks. I just said, look, dude, don't worry about it. It's paid for. Call that, call that debt paid. Um, literally the next week I get a phone call from a customer who I had no clue was the treasurer of this, uh, HOA and and literally just a long story short, we ended up getting a $300 per week, uh, cut HOA. Uh, I had the time, I had the resources, I had the energy and the, 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 the the manpower to cut it. It was no big deal. Um, Mm -hmm. total blessing. That was like five or six grand, um, at least worth of new revenue, that year. Um, we added, uh, another guy had went out of business and one of my cl- uh, clients that had that guy, or I'm sorry, one of the, one of the uh, customers he had was like the neighbor to a lawn that I cut. She goes, Hey, um, can you cut my lawn? My guy quit. No problem. Well, she goes, Hey, you know, why don't you call up all of his customers and, and see, you know, if they want to go with you. And I'm like, well, I don't know whose customers are, but that's a good idea. So I end up calling yeah. that dude. Um, Hey, I, I know you got out of business. I don't know if you sold it or whatever. He goes, no, I'm just, I'm just done. I told all my people I'm not cutting anymore. So I go, Hey, I know this is kind of weird, but, um, if you want something for it, let me know. But do you, do you mind if I do a good job and, and I'm responsible and, and I take care of your clients? Um, can I take on your clients? And he goes, you know what? Absolutely. I love to give them to somebody that I know is going to do a good job. Yeah. So literally he gives me a list of like 18 to 20 people, I ended up picking up like 11 or 12 of those new clients and they're mm-hmm. right in the same subs I was working. Um, yeah, perfect. It didn't solve every emergency instantly, you know, but um, I actually yeah. had a, um, a website that's uh, another, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say legally who bought it, but I, I squatted on a domain <laughs> and yeah. um, a escrow broker guy came up to me. Just weirdo stuff. You know what I mean? Like I said, like yeah. for those who stay consistent and d- diligent, um, he they offered me like $2,500 for this escrow thing uh, yeah. to buy this website. Uh, looking back on it, I'm kind of mad because it's probably, honestly, no joke, probably worth 50000 yeah, Like yeah. It was a major billion dollar company. I had no clue. Uh, but okay. that, that $2,500 started my lawn season. And then we had, we literally had, um, for the first couple of weeks, we had all the money for deposits and literally like I had worked probably, I think that year I remember like I worked like 42 or 45 days straight in spring, Saturdays and Sundays, cutting anything and everything. Um, that fall I ended up cutting like another, like 35 days straight 
because we needed all the cash. And you know what? We paid the whole wedding 20 grand in cash, uh, 20% tip on everybody. And it was just, you know, we got married, we had no stress. And then we got all the wedding gift money. You, you know how it goes. And yeah. we had money going into winter. So we had a, it literally went from we owe six grand, we have, we need two grand, we need 20 grand to we paid everything off and everything back with cash and interest. And it was beautiful. Um, awesome. That was three or four years ago, or three years ago now. Um, that was probably my toughest year because that three or four weeks in March, April, before we started everything, um, it's one of those things like, you you know, and you, you hate to, you know, draw analogies, but it was, it was rough. It was tough. It was, yeah, yeah. what are we going to do? Do I get a second job? Do we, do we do this even anymore? Like, what can we do? You know, and, um, you know, things just worked out. And so I, that's just my story. I know everybody's going to have those stories and everybody's, a lot of people have been through those stories, but yeah. Um, you know, if I could just give people encouragement, man, like just one day at a time. Um, now the other part of it is put the other oar in the water of just having hope is you need to work your guts out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, I'm not kidding when I say like I was working eight hour days for 45 days straight. I didn't have a day off. Yeah. It was insane, you know, and I think I lost, I went from 160 pounds to when I got my suit in, I was like 155 um, mm-hmm. sometime that summer. And then my final fitting for my suit, I weighed 140.3 pounds. So I had dropped 20 pounds from the stress, the workload and the financial load. But you know what? Uh, it's all good. It all worked out, yeah. you know? And, um, and so that was, I know some people can relate. I know some people can, but dude, like, you know, things, you know, you have good years, you have bad years. And, uh, my second year, was horrible. <laughs> my, we made yeah, we yeah. made money. I started doing some things, and then um, the year we got married, just it was bizarre. I think there was a lot of things working against us, but you know we were victorious, and uh, we ended up making it all work out, man. So it was uh, oh, that's awesome. it was good. No, you it's you know the reason I I asked that question is because everybody has like you say different experiences. Some people will relate to yours. Mm-hmm. Some people won't. Some people will relate to uh, you know uh, the answer Jason gave uh, last week, mm-hmm. um, or uh, sorry. Um, Kevin. Uh, Fall River, Kevin, the last week or uh-huh. Jason the week before. Uh-huh. Um, so it's all different. But in um, in that uh, Jim Rohn uh, seminar, he talks about it too, saying that, you know, a lot of times people uh, think that they're singled out by these disappointments in life, that these rough right. times in life, sure. but it happens to everybody. The disappointments are different, yep. but it everybody has stuff they have to work through. Absolutely. Everybody has these problems, these issues. They're, you know, not the exact same issues and mm-hmm. they may vary in intensity and stuff throughout your life, mm-hmm. but everybody, it's the same for everybody, regardless of, you know, how down and out you may think, um, you have it. Sure. Um, sure. maybe financially, somebody else may be dealing with, um, you know, illnesses or things yes. like that, yes. which where the load on their shoulders is just as much in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why I like that question as well, because it's, um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like think say people can relate to different from different people's perspectives. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, some guys, you know, they have a health challenge or, um, you know, God forbid, like a marriage problem. And, uh, uh, my girl's been like by my side 100%. You know, um, she probably never listened to this, which is good because uh, I'm a rube. Yeah. I'm, I'm a rube, but uh, she's she's never yeah. she's never like doubted. You know, like our abilities yeah, yeah. and um, and you know, it, and I, it, truthfully, a lot of people like like you said, they listen to things for the X's and O's. But for me, like I love hearing people's uh, heart, man. Like um, you know, same thing with like Elon Musk, man. And I'm a big Tesla yeah. fan. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I see the shirt. Yeah, you're wearing the shirts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I was thinking actually in 
yeah. after watching a few videos i'm like is that his like one of the goals is to own the, te- oh, own the tesla dude i'm gonna i'm gonna I, I, if you like him or don't like cut teslas god bless whoever you know but uh, i'm a big yeah. fan and uh i like my domestics i'm, I'm a, i am in you know four gm chrysler country over here and i like yeah. my escalades i like my uh f-250s and all yeah. that jazz but um there's no denying what tesla's doing dude sure i mean like zero to 60 and what is like 2.3 seconds ludicrous mode like come on folks yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but, um so yeah it, it, but you know like same thing like he had like you know uh with with selling paypal and this spacex rocket blowing up and and getting a divorce on like the same week yeah and having like he took his last whatever it was 20 million to keep the company afloat for five days before their test launch of the yeah. Model S, and literally like he was in, you know, five days away from being bankrupt. And, you know, when you make 50 grand a year, that's not really that big of a deal when you're making $150 million of your own money and you're talking about billion-dollar companies, you know. it's um, yeah. And, you know, I, I love movies, man. I'm a big, big – and I I don't know. I feel like I live my life through movies. But you look at things like Gladiator and, and the Bravehearts and the Black Hawk yeah, Downs yeah. and – is it exactly like, you know, sometimes, you know, you listen to stuff like this and I'm in like, I'm cutting lawns and I feel like I want to take my trimmer and like throw it like a javelin into the woods because, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm listening to like, you know, uh, some cool music or some cool podcast. I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to go crazy. And I'm like, I get what this guy is saying. And like, you just remember those pains, man. They just literally yeah. motivate you. Um, and, and, and I know some people can relate. I know some people can, you know, I, I always tell people like, don't, don't go out looking for stories and looking for problems, you know, um. Yeah. hedge against anything you can but just just know that like hey you know it's 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 all good it's it's all water under the bridge i'm not i'm you know i'm not gonna preach to people but it's all good you know things yeah. things always seem to work out and they always will so yeah no that's great uh, advice i actually uh, just finished listening to the elon musk biography before christmas oh really uh, and yeah. All, yeah and all the things you were talking about uh were ringing a bell and and what you just said there about solutions and not looking for problems and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, i know on my instagram somebody's feed popped up it was you know one of these young kids that has uh you know uh like a little wagon or garden cart or something sure. and they had a uh, you know some signs they made up and put on the side and they had a a mower on it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh trimmer and blower and all this stuff and you know they just posted like proudly like ready for the 2017 season i love it and i looked at it and i commented i said you are a true entrepreneur nothing like uh no problems, only, so, or sorry, like only solutions to problems, right? Like, like you're a kid, you don't have a truck, you don't have a license, you want to start a lawn care business. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Throw everything in a wagon and pull it down the street Amen. and go door to door, right? An entrepreneur will find a way mm-hmm. to get things done, not make, not sit there and make excuses. Oh, no, I can't do that because it's not going to work because right. of this. Or it's not going to work because of this, right? Yep. Yep. I, uh, think, that's, so, I think that's a, a fantastic uh, mentality to adopt. I, mean, yeah. I think a lot of people have to do it because of necessity. I know I did. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the lawnmower breaks and you don't have money to fix it. You'll figure it out. You know? Uh, yeah. 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 You find yeah, a way. Thank God for duct um, tape, right? So <laughs> I want to, yeah. So I want to transition now um, to uh, a bit of uh, self-promotion for you and the YouTube thing. We haven't even uh, really touched on your whole YouTube channel. It's how I found you. Oh, sure. Um, your videos popped up on my feed and immediately because of the quality of them and the subtitles and the sort of like, like the, uh, yeah, the titles and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, this guy's got things together right he knows what he's doing (laughs) and then i was like blown away when i looked at your about and um you're not even into it a year yet Mm -hmm. um so currently 
Looks like you're at 1,565 subscribers in less than one year on YouTube. That to me is like, uh, just, you know, it's just crazy. It's like, I'm uh, at a rapid pace Thanks. Uh, Thanks. for one year. I've been, I've had uh, my video out, but obviously it shows that you, when you put the work in, cause my, vi- my uh, website or YouTube channel has been out for a couple of years, but I only have like nine videos on it. <laughs> so it's not really, you know, a thing I'm still trying to get over the whole being in front of the camera thing. Sure. Um, so, but uh, yeah, just your videos are so polished and stuff. I, I really enjoy watching all of, uh, all of them. Um, and seeing that you've got a, a really common theme, um, not only tips for business, uh, but also a lot of, uh, equipment reviews. Mm-hmm. So, um, how did that, uh, come about the first you know why do a youtube channel and why share in the first place well i, th- I think that's a, a really good question and, and and obviously you know not to be overly humble but thank you for uh for you know uh the kind words it's dude for real like we you know most people probably by now listening to me that i'm i'm very um <laughs> humble and just relaxed and you know just i'm just like a pretty chill guy man like let's just hang out yeah. and no big deal and i i wanted to kind of bring that into uh, YouTube. And, you know, like I said earlier, um, I feel like I wanted to take the last nine or so years of experience and, and give back. And I got to a position where I, I felt comfortable because of our successes and failures and successes and failures that I could give back. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy doing, you know, the review videos and, and the, the yeah. mindset videos. Of course, love trying to capture, although sometimes it's hard, um, all the, the lawn care mowing footage, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, the long story short was, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm in a position where 10 years later in my life is, you know, not like I'm like, like some old wise man, you know, like wanting to give back, you know, like grandpa, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I wanted to give back to folks um, and, and dispense, like you said, uh, information back to people. And um, it was kind of funny because uh, I did a small interview with Kevin in Fall River, uh, who's a great yeah. dude. Uh, I love the guy. He's he's helped me a lot actually on the back end with my channel, giving me some tips and pointers and uh, forever thankful and grateful. Um and, and, and basically, like, I wanted to, uh, it was kind of two parts. One, I wanted to give back, but number two was there was, I even told this to Kevin, like, there wasn't a lot of guys from where I was doing YouTube. And number two, um, there wasn't anybody reviewing the equipment that I used. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure most people can uh, observe that on YouTube and a lot of the main guys, for whatever reason, it's uh, it's a lot of like you said, uh, is it right, right standers or right, you know, mowers? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of Skag, obviously a lot of uh, Gravely, you know, and yeah. and I use Xmark, and there's a couple guys okay. that use Xmark, but um, you know, and I wish they gave me a dollar for every time I said Xmark, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, and, and same thing with Xmark and Redmax, where I yeah. live. It's 99% those brands. Um, like you get a couple okay, yeah. John Deere's, you get a couple Toros, you get a couple Hustlers, but really it's 99%. And that probably due to Weingart's, uh, my dealer, they're, they're huge over where we live. Um, they only typically push the X marks, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, initially, I guess I, the short answer is I, I, I wanted to see uh, other review videos of the Red Max backpack blowers and the trimmers and the edgers, um, the Xmark lawnmowers, because I was looking to purchase um, a new Xmark mower, like we were talking about earlier, and nobody had you know any good reviews. No, um, what am I trying to say? Like owner reviews. They're all yeah. corporate videos, and yes, yes. you know, just like you know, commercials with car companies and everybody in between. Of course, they're only going to promote. 
the good and the positive and it's yeah. it's this sleek and sexy machine and it can do all these yeah. wonders for you right well nobody was doing anything from xmark besides xmark and i'm like mm-hmm. you know you'd have a you know an occasional review video out there but i was like okay well there's obviously uh some room where i can do some videos and some uh reviews on uh xmark uh red max um and then you know it kind of got uh it was weird because i had mentioned to um actually echo had reached out to me i literally and people ask me how and people are like do you reach out to them or do companies reach out to you and 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 it's both but um echo i had about 80 subscribers or whatever they call it right on youtube and yeah. and echo had reached out to us and saying hey like we know you have a new channel you only have red max stuff because a lot of my first videos were in march before i was cutting lawns and yeah. i did a bunch of red max stuff and people are like oh yeah 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 i'm sure echo reached out to you and i'm like dude transparently like echo reached out to me because i only had red max stuff and mm. and so i think they wanted a an outside guy yeah. brand loyal because everybody on youtube is steel echo um equipment if that makes sense yeah. so um yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny too because a lot of my videos now are, I would say, better <laughs> than they were mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, the ones from a year ago, most of them I took down because they're embarrassing. Um, <laughs> just the, the way I did stuff and the way I talked, I'm like, uh, wow, uh, no wonder they get, they, they, uh, they get so many dislikes, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, and if people are like, oh, you have great videos, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, um, like you, you mentioned guys like Kevin and Fall River and Jason Ambrose. Yeah. I mean, Jason Ambrose was probably the first guy that I had watched his channel last February, March and thought, dude, I, I, I can do what he's doing. And, and mm-hmm. not necessarily the same brands, but with my my brands, right? Yeah. Um, so he probably influenced me the most with the review side of things. Um, I had no clue. I'll be honest, like 15 months ago that people even did lawn care in YouTube. It was, I got onto mm-hmm. one thing and I think what it was, and I remember even somebody talking about the success the guy had, um, but what was the guy's name? Um, the Geek the Freak guy? Yeah. Um, yep. I, I, truthfully, like when I got in, he literally got out. But okay, yeah. at that time, a lot of his videos were like in my featured feed and just like on my main YouTube page. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, why does he keep getting yeah. promoted to me? And I guess back then he had like the most viewed channel at one point. Yes. On, yeah, his channel was massive. Yeah, on all of YouTube. And it was bizarre. So I, I watched his channels and then, you know, you, you link to a link and you link to a link and... Now you have, you know, you're, you're watching uh, spider videos on YouTube, right? No, <laughs> but yeah. uh, go down the black hole, right? We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I started, you know, watching some lawn care videos and then I watched this guy and then this guy and this guy. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know all these people exist. And, you know, it was literally right place, right time. I, I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to give back. I, I, I just kind of felt like I wanted to do something different with my business this year. Um, I started reviewing some stuff. Um, uh, I tried to give a couple like early videos and mindset videos. I tried to capture some long care footage videos, but um, it's just kind of, um, I guess, spiraled like spiraled out of control lately. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty crazy. I mean, um, I've had a blast learning the whole process of doing YouTube and videos. And yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, I bought a, a, a camera for my wife for Christmas actually that that winter, and okay. basically ended up common commandeering stealing it i guess is a nice way (laughs) (laughs) hey babe let me borrow your nice new camera right um because she was going to get into vlogging and i literally like took it from her and that's kind of like the joke like 
most guys, that's the best gift you've ever bought yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so literally, I just started like doing some review videos, and um, and it was a lot of fun. But I, I didn't know how to um, edit. I didn't know how to do music. I didn't know where people got music. I, I mean, literally zero. And but the point was, mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about with my brands. Um, I thought I'd be able to help a couple people. And lately, you know, we've had. I feel like a pretty good reception. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it, it, the, the 15, 1600 subscribers, whatever we're at. Um, I, I'm more than like, like you said, uh, thankful. Like it's bizarre. Like that many people would watch me. You know, like it's, yes. I'm, I'm a, in my mind, a nobody. Like I'm a, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean like I'm thankful. It's but mind, It's mind blowing when you think about it, right? Well, you're, you're probably, I, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, sort of chiming in because of what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I totally relate because you're like, wow, like, you know, you sit back there and when you actually think about it, that, you know, you have 1,565 people that thought enough of what you were doing to click a button right. to say, I want more. Right. And, and you know, for, uh, you know, at least probably 50% of those probably are regular watchers sure. and will watch every video. Um, yeah. And some of them will watch, you know, every third video or mm-hmm. whatever. But there's, it's just mind blowing to think that, you know, I'm one of those people that uh, thinks of life and every moment, like people ask me, you know, how are you doing today? You know, how's it going? Whatever. When you're, you, you see somebody that you see every day and they say, you know, how, how's it going? Yeah. And I say, you know what? Every day I wake up is a good day. <laughs> sure. And sure. so to think, you know, in that mindset and to think of everybody assuming that everybody feels that way to understand that somebody's giving up their limited time mm-hmm. on this earth to spend some of that with your content right. is just just like pfft, it's beyond you know? beyond thankful yeah. beyond like yeah. like I almost feel like I'm shortchanging people I'm like I'm really not that good you know like yeah, yeah. Like, like actually if you want to watch a good channel let me refer you to this guy this guy and this guy because yeah, yeah. because I, I you know half of my videos they're um, you know I, I do a lot of editing and um, I, I've tried to include some of the bloopers you know lately because I know I appreciate yeah. those but um, <laughs> if like the bloopers I do like those are the ones that are are clean and nice I mean like you know I'm reviewing something and for whatever reason like you know I get mad or the camera falls or or my my wife gets in the car and I have the camera on and then I turn it off and she's like what, what why aren't you recording your video I'm like just go away you know like, like, yeah. like I'm just I'm still nervous it's still awkward and she's yeah. like she's like well who you know I'll be I'll be um, in the parking lot and um, we're at an apartment complex right now but well, okay. uh, somebody will walk by and throw something out at the garbage and I'm in my truck for 10 minutes recording a video and then like, you know, they like look at me because I'm in the truck talking but there's a camera yeah. and I'm like, look, just go away, okay? Just go away. And then yeah, yeah. I end up like like restarting the whole video. Anyway, you know, it's it's, it's so bizarre to me because like, you know, I'm sitting in the parking lot for 20 minutes. People probably think I'm like passed out or something's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. That paints a good picture because I watch your videos and you you have that theme of being in the truck all the time, right? <laughs> so I thought I was okay. That's his thing, right? He's in the truck. Yep. It's a nice, quiet environment and stuff, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of funny that you're. <laughs> I, I call I call it my office. I'm like, hey, baby, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go shoot office. a video. I got I got this idea. Um, I'll be in the uh, I'll be in the office for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> and she's like, you, you're going to your truck again? I'm like, shut yeah. up. You know, like <laughs> we don't we don't have an office. You know what I mean? We don't have uh, we don't have a nice like all these you know guys mostly have uh, garages or shops you know and yes, like, yes we don't we don't have that yet I have I have all my stuff at you know a couple different spots but I don't have yeah. 
a corner. Every YouTuber has their corner. I don't have a, yeah, don't yeah, have a corner. A <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like when people like, you know, dream about the future, I'm like, babe, I just want a corner. I want a workshop, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're silly people, man. If, if people get to know us, we're, we're pretty, um, pretty basic. But, you know, and, and truthfully too, like the numbers, I don't even, um, I wish somebody more intelligent could explain to me the impact because, you know, like you said, you look at, it, the 1500 subscribers is cool, but it's the almost 200,000 views. Yes. I'm like, who are the other one point, yeah. you know, whatever, 199,000 people? Yeah, yeah. Who, who are these people? Like, who, I yeah. mean, like, you know, where I live, that's like a chunk of the town, you know? I'm like, and, and I grew up, you know, like in, in farm country almost, you know? I'm mm. like, who are 200,000 people? Um, and like you said, and, and I think uh, we're at like almost like 600,000 watched minutes or something. And I'm like, yeah, who yeah. wants to hear me babble for – so, you know, I, I'm not playing the humble card. It's just bizarre and um, yes. and I'm super thankful. And, I, and, and truthfully, like I, I know a lot of guys say it like this, but I feel like we're just getting started. Like mm-hmm. I, I do have some really good videos coming up. I hope to capture a lot of long care footage and um, and if anything, just keep giving back, you know. And it's, uh, it's just – like you said, it's kind of become its own – beast its own identity and um and truthfully like i'm just thankful and, and humble yeah. and um and, and one thing i wanted to mention too was i'm really thankful for the guys that that have given me encouragement along the way you know um yes. very you know they might listen to the podcast they might not you know but there there are guys the kevins the the ambrose landscaping um brian from top notch lawn care and um i think his name is johnny from blades and grass uh in savannah mm-hmm. georgia great guys um they directly or indirectly help me, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, yeah. The getting started part's easy, right, for a lot of people. But the keep doing it is is the the motivation. And and those guys have been really nice. And to this day, besides Kevin and Fall River, like physically in a video, we – I think we were talking about this before we even uh, were, were starting the microphone. Like how did you get – how did you grow so fast? I'm like, dude, we haven't had, besides Kevin, a single shout out that I know of up, mm-hmm. up until about a week ago, another guy, great guy, um, did a, a, a shout out. He's from Florida uh, area. But, you know, it's like I, I wish I had the opportunity to collaborate and, and meet more YouTubers. And um, yeah. I think that I think that also parlays to uh, going to the GIE. I mean, last year, um, I wasn't able to make it to the lawn show. I was uh, going to a wedding in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but somebody else messaged me and goes, dude, like you were like the top of the uh, talk of the town for a couple people. Like they wanted to see yeah. if you were coming. And I'm like... Oh, that's awesome! I'm like me, and and this guy, yeah, yeah. this guy was like super nice. He's, he's got a big channel, and uh, he's like, dude, I had like four or five people ask me if you're going because you're cool with them, and I go, I'm just a, you know, I'm from, I'm you know, a little guy from Michigan, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it, it's, it's cool, and and not to, you know, they, you know, read your own press clippings because I, I don't think what we've done is anything, um, st- you know, a miracle or anything. It's just, um, mm-hmm. I think more than anything, I'm, I'm just so surprised at how thankful and surprised how appreciative people have been from the content and and now it like most things it makes me want to keep performing and, and even do a better job for all those people yes. who are watching yeah yeah no it's great encouragement especially for others that want to um you know go out and share you always hear the and i got this you know with a podcast uh from the people that i have uh you know shared that i do it and stuff i've i've been open on my podcast about saying that uh you know a lot of my family don't even know i do this podcast i've been doing it for two years (laughs) and it's only because i know the response that they just don't get it the mindset's not there um Mm -hmm. so you know they'd just be you know why waste your time what's the point who's listening to that (laughs) sort of thing right and i I, let me tell you 
something. When I look um, at uh, the downloads for the podcast and the countries mm -hmm. that are listening, yeah, I'm like, that's who's listening to that. Yeah. There are billion people on this planet if you don't think that somebody else can relate to your situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. trust me just put something out there sure. and you'll see how many people relate with your situation sure everybody's different and everybody's story and circumstance is valuable to somebody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know it's i think that's why it's so uh, you know, these YouTube channels and things in these sort of niche markets, because, you know, you can say, um, you know, you're the only guy there in Michigan sort of doing that with that equipment and stuff. But that's exactly what somebody's looking for. Right. They're looking for a single owner operator who uses Red Max and Xmark sure. from yeah. Michigan because that's where they're from. And the mowing conditions are the same and and all that. Right. Yeah, I, um, and, you know, what? it's funny, too, because um, and I and for real, I, I wouldn't say that this is because I'm doing it, but I've noticed um, because a lot of guys comment on my stuff. Hey, dude, I live so and so far away. I live in this side of town. I'm over here. I'm over here, and I'm like, dude. So like, I know five or six guys that um, just this last you know uh, six months uh, that are doing videos now um, at whatever level they want to participate in. You know, but but yeah. they're like, oh, I live uh, you know you know certain cities, and you know they they name them, and I'm like, dude, I know right where that's that. You're 20 minutes down the road, and I'm like. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lawn and landscape show coming up in Michigan and I'm like, dude, I, well, there's four people there or 40 people there, you know, it doesn't make any difference, but I'm like, um, going to do a video and I've been doing videos on, Hey, let's, if anybody's in the Michigan area within an hour, let's meet up at this, um, at this show and do like a fun meeting, meet and greet. Um, but lately yeah. I've seen like six or seven guys I know, um, that are doing YouTube now from Michigan and it's really encouraging, you know, and, um, I think it's, I think it's awesome. And, and not only that, I, I maybe it's just me, but I've had more new channels promoted to me in my um, what do they call it, like the features tab, you know, on the right. Okay, yeah. Um, I've seen more guys um, that I've never seen, and I mean, I've watched half of YouTube and eighty percent of the lawn care people on YouTube because I love it. And I'm like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? And like, great videos and great content. I'm like, dude, like, keep doing it, man. This is awesome. Yeah. And I think because of my success or or not but just everybody else's i mean like you can tell more people are throwing into the game of doing videos and i think it is fantastic like it's it, there's like a groundswell and i think it is so cool having so many more people put out good info um reviews you know just like you said talking about their story um just helping people out i mean I, I've never seen anything like it, and I think um, from from channels like mine and maybe other people's channels, it's just so encouraging to to see so many new people uh, doing YouTube now, um, and more and more. And it's just like, dude, where can this yeah. thing go? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's awesome. So I've got two more questions for you. Yeah, uh, to wrap up. So the first. Um, question would be, uh, what would be your best piece of advice for those just starting out in the business? So this is somebody who's thinking about it. Maybe they have a part-time job. Maybe they're trying to make ends meet. They're thinking about lawn care, you know, could be somebody, you know, um, what would you share with them? Um, that's a good question. Um, you're all, you, you always have good questions, right? <laughs> that's why you do what you do. You're good at this. Um, I think, um, you know, over the last year or two, uh, I've had a couple people ask questions like that. And my answer always seems to be very similar. It's, 
Um, Kevin from Fall River did on, on the interview I did very similar. He asked that question. And I said, if, if I had to narrow it down to one thing, and there's a lot of lessons in life, right? But yeah. the number one thing that I, that's worked for me is um, not being a fa- a, not being afraid to fail. Yeah. Like I know it sounds so cliche, and I know so many people like just can can take that for um, you know it not being very uh, important, but. If you think like when you were a kid, all you did was fail, like, you know, at sports mm-hmm. and, and basic stuff and you got better. And I think the older you get, the, the less you want to fail, um, which in direct relation hurts your ability to succeed. Um, I, yeah. I read a book once and it was like, you know, you don't, you don't become more successful by staying away from failure. You nope. become more successful by failing more often. And yes. I think... Um, the guy who, uh, you know, founded uh, IBM, he's like, if you want to double your success, double your failure rate, yeah. you know, and, and, and people like they hear it, but they don't, they don't apply it to their life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's, it's physical, um, like um, it communicating to me physically that things are changing. I, I learn a lot because I'm a dude, you know, visually and, 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 and simple yeah. stuff. And like, if I'm not getting butterflies in my stomach, or if I'm not sweating, or if I'm not um, to be transparent, frustrated and mad and wanting to punch a hole in the drywall, <laughs> things aren't changing. They're not growing, you know, and I think more yeah. people need to um, enjoy failing. And it's, you know, and the transparent answer is it stinks. It it sucks yeah. when you fail um, because it costs you time, money, resources, relationships, right? Um, but at the same point, you learn through those failures and you can parlay them into bigger successes. Like if you don't go, and I'm not giving people encouragement to do this, but if you don't go uh, finance a piece of equipment and see what you're made of and if you can manage it and the cash flow, mm-hmm. you, you'll never know. You know, like, yeah. like you know, five years ago, buying a 10 grand mower to me might have been a big deal. Now we just bought yeah. 22 grand worth of equipment last year and I'm like, wow, this is, mm-hmm. this is actually a joke. You know, I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so nervous. Um, even though the numbers all added up and my wife's like, dude, we're, we're, we're solid. What are you worried about? I'm like, I don't know, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but then we, the minute we bought it, a lot of that nervousness was there. But then after a month or two, it, it started to go away. And now I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't do that two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people, uh, need to, need to remember that, you know, you, you try, you fail and adjust. Um, you, yeah. know, you, you have a marketing strategy with postcards and it doesn't go your way. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you failed. Learn from it. Um, you know, yes. and, if, and if you bid a contract on a, on a, on a subdivision and you don't get it, it doesn't mean you'll never get one. <laughs> you know, it just means yeah. you, you failed. So, um, yeah. learn from that mistake. Like as an example, there's a, a, a um, and this is just a re- really re- relevant example, but there's a, a, a tech, you know, a tech drive where a lot of uh, industrial complexes are. Um, okay. I bid a property and I bid it for 150 bucks. And the lady came back and like, like uh, almost like laughing. She goes, honey, she goes, you might want to rethink your business model. She goes, we got bid. We, this is um, the last two companies we bid with were um, that won the bid. They got it for 80 bucks. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. 80 bucks, like, oh my God, you know, like that's, obviously I failed because I bid the price twice as much as I thought it was worth because I never had bidded that work before. But what I did is I learned that, okay, obviously that bid is not 80 bucks. So if I want to go back to that same tech drive, 80 bucks, 80 bucks, 80 bucks, 80 bucks, 80 bucks. And if I do that 10 times, I'll probably get one or two new pieces of work. But if I never bid it in the first place, I never would have got that experience to learn how to go succeed the second time. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And, and I see people like 
you know what? The older you get, the less likely people want to take risks. And I, and I totally get that because you got obligations. So yeah. my encouragement to people uh, is the younger you are or the smaller your business is, fail as fast as you can. Um, I think a lot of like motivational guys and gurus and the thought leaders will say the same thing. And I, you know, for me personally, it has been the same thing. So I think failing, um, it, you know, failing is definitely a, the, the number one thing. The second thing, if I, if I had to make one was just have fun, you know, yeah. everything's going to work out. You know, if, yeah. if you make a bad purchase, you can always sell it. You take a hit. No big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you break a window, you learn as long as, as long as nobody gets on, yeah. hurt, you're good to go, you know, and yeah. keep, yeah. keep the business fun. Keep, keep, like you said, like your original motivations and your reasons of why you're doing it in mind and just learn that, you know what, in August, is it hot out? Yes. Does it stink? Yes. But just have fun, man. You know, like yeah. break it up, you know? And, uh, I think some yeah. people just get so serious and they're like, I gotta make money or pay off debt. And I'm like, dude, like enjoy a little bit of life too. Don't forget to look up in the summertime and realize, dude, it's a beautiful day. And yeah. if you're self-employed, like remember, like this is kind of like what your goal was, you know, like yeah. be thankful. Yeah. You're frustrated about what something's going on that day, but dude, versus three years ago, you were stuck in a corporate building you know, um, you know, hating life, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, no, great advice. Great advice. I, uh, there's actually, it reminds me of an analogy I heard once from somebody, I can't remember who said it, but they said, imagine the mother of a young baby just learning to walk for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after two or three times he keeps falling down and the mother says, well, you might as well give up on that. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, well, no, of course not. Exactly. You keep going until you get it right. Until you learn how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's a, a great thing. So my last question for you is a really tough one. Oh boy. And that's how can people get a hold of you um, <laughs> or follow you online? Well, for right now, um, we were joking about this earlier because uh, I'm not on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put yet because after your uh, encouragement, uh, apparently I'm um, you know, losing out on a lot of, uh, you know, opportunity with people wanting to follow us. And uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm 30. You know, some of these things I hate to sound like an old fart, you know, because I'm only 30, yeah. but I'm like, dude, I don't even know what Instagram is. I mean, I know what it is. My wife is on it and I, all I see is the thumb flicking, you know, the thumb keeps flicking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, what are you yeah, doing yeah. over there? She's like, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I don't even know what that means. You know, um, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and Facebook, you know, um, we, we have a, a lawn maintenance, uh, Brian's lawn maintenance page on, page on Facebook. I don't really do too much with that. Um, for right okay. now, my main thing is YouTube. Um, I think, YouTube, yeah. I think over the next, uh, you know, two, three weeks, I, I'll probably, uh, uh, you know, make the investment of uh, the time and energy to figure out Instagram and do all that. And um, and truthfully, if it if it helps more people get a hold of us and see us and see what we have going on, then that's my goal. So I'll I'll definitely evaluate that because yeah. I, I do want to reach more people. Um, and if people are receptive with it, then uh, then we'll keep up with it. But um, for right now, um, I you know one YouTube's thing YouTube's the main thing. Yeah, for right now YouTube's the main thing. I, and one thing I'd always give people encouragement is like, hey, you know, if if you do watch our videos. Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button because it, it gives a lot of feedback and it really helps with our channel being visible. And even if you're a casual observer, I get it. If you get the email, Hey, we released a new video, but you don't want to watch it. That's totally cool. Um, but yeah. that subscriber count helps a lot with, uh, the back end of how YouTube works. I think 
a lot of people understand that. Um, so mm-hmm. make sure you hit the, the subscribe button. If you do happen yeah, to like, like our videos, um, do hit the like button, you know, um, you know, you know, the basics, you know, make sure you leave a comment yeah. and, um, maybe give me some encouragement too, because sometimes I think we were joking, like, is, are there people out there who's watching this, you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you see a video with 1100 views and I'm like, there's four comments, but who are, who are these people? And, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love getting to know people, man. I love, uh, I love helping people out and, um, so YouTube right now is pretty much the main way to go and, um, it's been working out pretty good. So, all right. Awesome. I'll put a link uh, to the YouTube channel directly in the podcast show notes. Uh, and people, um, like I've uh, mentioned before, um, I'm a, an iPhone user. So if you're listening to this on I, Apple's uh, iPhone uh, podcast player, you can just click on the Lawn Care Business Success logo and it'll flip around and the, the link will be right there. And you can just tap it right there from the podcast player and it'll take you right to um, Brian's YouTube channel. Um, so that about uh, wraps it up. So I'd like to thank you for uh coming on to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, brother, I really appreciate the time too. I, uh, I, I think we had just as much fun doing this as we did um, the first 15 minutes um, before we even yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, the pre-chatting. <laughs> I think we, uh, we did the motivational seminar of the year before that, right? But, um, yeah, there you, you go. Know, That's awesome. I've never, you know, I think we were joking too because um, when, when you talk to an entrepreneur, it's always a fun time. And when you can even talk to somebody more in your niche with um, uh, lawn care and landscaping, and I think um, most of us are cut from that same cloth. And uh, it's just a really easy conversation, you know. And um, to anybody who, who does come across uh, any, any of the that we that I put out um, by all means thanks for the the encouragement the support um, the, the criticism good or, or bad you know I love hearing all of it and it, it makes me a better person because of it so um, but by all means thanks so much for putting this podcast uh, program together I like I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be a regular uh, Tuesday listener now so, um, there so you go. Well, well done my friend <laughs> there you go all right well thanks again have a great day okay you too brother well there you have it long care nation hopefully you guys enjoyed that information packed interview episode with Brian from Brian's lawn maintenance and uh, I really hope you guys were able to take uh, away some of those nuggets of gold that he was dropping throughout the episode. Uh, as always, I'll put uh, links in the show description and show notes uh, to Brian's YouTube channel and his Instagram account. And I would encourage you all to, uh, if you're not already subscribed to uh, Brian's YouTube, to do that. And as well to uh, follow him on his newly created uh, Instagram uh, account as well. Uh, so I think that's it for this week uh, and uh, here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business bye for now